never were. That's that. That's my secret, Cap. We're never great. <laughs> never been great in our entire history of all mankind. Mm-hmm. Speaking of not sad. being great, you know, it's, as you can, as 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 I've told you, like off air, like it's it's been really hard, like quitting porn. It's just been very very difficult because, like, for the most part, I really need the money. Ah, <laughs> I get it. I get it. That's a joke that we all can enjoy. I've been searching for you throughout the internet. Yet, oh, I'm not on there anymore. <laughs> I guess they only they only search it through the the females, not yeah. so much the males. I yeah. mean, I guess you can unless, unless you're males. like a Danny D, right, or like or a Johnny Sins, Johnny Sins, yeah. but not when you're a Mike, Mike, <laughs> just Mike, Mike Dick Color. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it, is that what your name might be? I mean, for for those of you on the internet right now, I mean, I'm gonna let you guys big, find out for your shot. Big Decola. Big Decola. <laughs> Buddy, how have you it's been? There. Oh man, I've missed you. It's been a month. I don't I know. Seen you since like the beginning of 2020. It's, Was that when we did it? I think so. Yeah. That first week. Yeah. It's only been a month since then. Dear God. It feels like it's been like three months, though. <laughs> I know. This, this, this has been the, the worst January in the history of January. This decade is going so slowly. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> oh, man. But no, it's been quite the journey. It's it been has. ups and downs and teeth flying everywhere. It's like and teeth coming in, teeth coming out. I know. That's just you. No, Yeah, exactly. I'm fighting off the teeth all the time, <laughs> but no, no, no new out teeth for the for the six year old. Okay, and I don't think the the baby's had any new teeth. She's just well. Been, you said that she had she had like a molar coming in, right? possibly a molar. You know how fun that is, and they start, you know, being cranky and drooling more. And I'm still waiting for my adult snotty. teeth to come in too. Hopefully, you get them someday. Maybe this is the year. Well, 2020. This is the year. I'll have my teeth in. <laughs> you can finally. Well, I mean now. You're only eating vegetables, so That's you don't true. really need teeth. I'm just mashing them. I, just, I, 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 I get them chewed by my wife-to-be, and then she spits them in my mouth like a baby bird. Uh, you're, you're one of those couples yeah. at the mall. Just She's gnawing up, <laughs> she's gnawing up your, your quinoa corn dog, <laughs> and then she's just mashing it into your mouth. Yeah. So sad. Happy so sad. Super Bowl, everybody. The Super Bowl. This on Super Bowl Sunday. Us. It is currently 11 o'clock in the morn. Uh, Pacific time, so we we haven't even started anywhere close to the game right now. The Puppy Bowl should be on soon, right? Probably. It, that usually takes up a good three and a half hours. Do you have chunk. any uh, predictions of who will win the Puppy Bowl this no. year? No. It's always, you know, Maddie or Cooper, you know. Have that, you not been following asshole Have you Brady. not been following the, 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 the Puppy League? No, I, f- I keep forgetting about it. Are, have you been, like, boycotting it because, like, one of them took a knee during the <laughs> national anthem? He took a whiz on the American <laughs> he flag. He took like, a whiz <laughs> on the fl- Did This you is see, America. This is, like, coronaviruses <laughs> and whatever, and this is the time to come together as a nation. Yeah. And this dog took a win. This fucking Shiba Inu. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he said, like, Sanders for president or something. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure what it was. That but. communist Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> so no puppy bowl for us. We're not. We're definitely not going to be watching the cu- puppy bowl no, this year. No, no. I boycott that shit. <laughs> Maybe well, someday. this is coming out the Monday after the Super Bowl, but do you have any predictions, predictions? as the resident football fanatic? Well, I haven't watched... Many games by either of these glorious teams, Correct. which I'm not Neither a fan of. Neither of these teams are anywhere close to. Oh, I guess technically the 49ers, if you talk to your cousin in law. Um, right. He is a 49ers fan. Yeah. Now, I watched that documentary, Game Changers. Mm-hmm. Made me want to, to eat less meat. Oh, okay. So I've gradually. You're changing the subject. I've gradually gone <laughs> off meat. But during that documentary, they interview both the 
guys from the three and thirteen Miami Dolphins oh, okay. who changed their diet to all plant based. Cool. Three and thirteen. Yeah. But they also interviewed <laughs> Weak ten- Men is what he's trying to say. <laughs> the Tennessee Titans. Ah. Who went plant based? Now that team, the entire team was apparently, and Whoa. that team made it all the way to the AFC Championship game, only to lose mm. to one Mahomes, 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 Mahomey. So I'm all I'm all about the Mahomes this year. Everyone knows this. Every every episode, I don't shut up about <laughs> I know Patrick Mahomes for two years now, for like ten years, six years. I've been following Patrick Mahomes since he was fourteen years old. Since he was at Texas Tech, and you knew how many <laughs> interceptions he threw. Yeah, you you showed up to my house and knew exactly how many interceptions he threw to the and number. Then, and then I looked it up on Google, and he was it way was off. Absolutely wrong. <laughs> He was close. The yeah. fact that he he thought of a number and he knew what an interception was. Oh yeah, As you, can, I, I, I t- you know this, Adam. I'm the hugest Patrick Mahomes fan. Interception fan. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I follow his interceptions now, everywhere. Just saying, the Titans went to the AFC Championship game on a plant based diet. Correct. The plant based b- diet is by far the most successful diet. In history, if you look at the guys on there who have like bulked up and are full of of, Correct. of strength and vigor, but not to bring down Mahomes, so therefore, Mahomes is going to win today because he eats because he eats uh, steamed chicken and broccoli every day. Yeah, and giant man <laughs> that Mahomes. I think he's like six two six one. It's very two hundred something pounds, maybe two hundred and. XX pounds. Man. And he's such a baby face. He's like a dopey looking baby face with he's a weird haircut. 24 years old. He's 24 years old. And he was on his second year in the NFL. State Farm Insurance commercials with that dopey haircut. Yeah. His dopey haircut is, is, is all over Madden 20 if you go to the electronic section of your local store. Right. Go Mahomes. Go Mahomes or go Mahomes home well do you do you have do you have, <laughs> go home Mahomes. do you have Something any like predictions to uh, today's super bowl like i said i think the chiefs are gonna do it nice because they beat the plant-based titans <laughs> <laughs> i mean like you said those titans are titanic with their right with their beyond burgers right and their <laughs> and their gardine their, crumbles their wives make the food and give it to the players, and they eat it. Yeah. And then they play football. And they play. And they do great. And they're gigantic men. They're gigantic. Gigantic they, soy boys. They heal from their injuries faster, <laughs> and so they can come back and be more men. To be fair, manly. as the resident plant-based diet guy yes. on the show. Yes. Except for fish. Except for fish. Which the documentary talks about. Is not doesn't count. <laughs> right. Yeah. But anyway, um, Mike is gaining so much muscle right now. I kind of am. I went to the. I, I'm. I'm all noodly right now because I went. To, noodly. I went. I went to the gym for like two hours yesterday mm. at my new gym over by my house. Yes. Oh my god, I'm so weak. You know? <laughs> not because like I don't work out. I just. I'm just very sore. Anyway, what was the, what was my point? Oh, as the Super resident Bowl. plant boy, plant based soy boy on the show. <laughs> Most plant-based um, alternatives have just as much, or if not more, protein than their uh, meat exactly. counterparts. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that's With why less calories. If you well. can beat the meat, if you can beat the <laughs> if team, if you can beat your meat every day, <laughs> if you beat the team that beat the meat, yeah, you're gonna beat. You're gonna beat everybody. Forty Niners in the Super Bowl yeah. this year, which is what he was gonna say. Rolls right off the tongue. <laughs> so good Corona. luck to Mahomes. And my favorite NFL team, the Chiefs, which is my favorite because it's Henry Cavill's favorite 
Um, so I, it, Mike, it, explain this to me, and I guess in in a different dimension or universe, it makes sense. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have a little bit of a fast and loose sort of episode today. We're gonna be uh, talking. We might throw in a little bit of music news. I mean, Mike Kim's in the news again. Uh, they've was, sold out. They've sold. Finally, out they sold literally out. <laughs> every single event mm-hmm. in less than a span of six hours. Yes. Anyway, uh, but we're also going to be doing our draft this year, when you can find out how you can win. Last year we did a. Uh, la- last year we sent the winner a vinyl of his choice that came out in 2019. Congratulations right. to listener Daniel. Right. He swept it. Like I think he. Got more points than even me, the winner of the show. The show winner. Well, hey. He, he has, beat me by like five points, I think it was. <laughs> he has the time and the energy to devote and to know what the scene wants and needs. Correct. He is the scene. He is. Daniel is the scene. <laughs> it's basically so, Daniel's podcast at this point. Pretty much. I mean, all we talk about is Daniel stuff. <laughs> Daniel, So this Dave. week in Daniel News, Daniel... <laughs> Ate a cheeseburger. <laughs> Adam, can you can you can you give your review on Daniel's cheeseburger? I think he probably enjoyed it, but I'm he not probably sure. Probably enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm just gonna guess from three thousand yeah. miles away. I mean, he 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 went to the drive-through. He took it home. <laughs> it was a little cold, so I'm gonna give it like maybe a seven point eight mm-hmm. at the end of the anyway. Uh, so uh, stay tuned to find out how you can win this year's dra- uh, this year's draft special by the end of the year. Uh, we want you to send us your picks. Uh, again, tune in a little bit later. But um, for now, you can send us your picks at, um, we'll say these three outlets. So you can go, uh, you can send us a straight up email at the skinny with Mike and Adam at gmail.com, facebook.com slash skinny with Mike and Adam, or you can send it to me personally on Instagram at instagram.com slash Mike Wears Prada. Uh, so it's really simple for the listeners. You just send me, you just send us your 10 albums from this year 2020 that will come out before december 31st 2020 and um you will be scored based on the itunes user review so technically speaking you out there all of us can somehow influence these scores but i don't think it's enough to like completely sway this like one way or another so uh at the end of the at the end of the year whoever wins the listener um the listener draft we will send you a gift to your house. Yes. Uh, yet to be determined. I like the idea of sending a vinyl. Uh, Daniel seemed to really like that. But if I'm we come sorry. up with a different gift idea, then we might do that. But for now, tentative, tentative, basically, tentatively what, whatever speaking, you want. Yeah. Price is not an option. Keep right? in mind, the new PlayStation Five and new <laughs> Xbox are coming out this year. They're probably going to cost upwards of six hundred to seven hundred dollars. And I guess it's your choice. <laughs> that's what we. You can have, have to a buy vinyl you. that costs like twenty bucks, <laughs> or you can have a PlayStation Five. Adam said it first. Why is vinyl so expensive? Twenty bucks? That's not that expensive. That's like a an album in the late nineties. That's like an album in two thousand three. Oh yeah, I know. So <laughs> I'm just like confused as to why. Well, it's a physical thing. It actually takes a lot of work to create them, mm-hmm. and it's a collector's item. So you know, you have to. Everybody has them. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fine. Whatever. I'm not going to buy them, you know. Well, we'll buy them for our listener. How about that? Well, yeah. <laughs> but we buy that one. So, do we have any new business this year? Is there anything you want to catch up on? What has happened? It's what been a weird month. I know. Do you have any thoughts on, um, like I said, it's been a fucking weird month. Everyone's dying of coronavirus. I know. People are dying in helicopters. Oh, Speaking man. Speaking of which... Uh, 
Do you want to say your piece on Kobe Bryant at all? Like, well, we've never talked about Kobe on the podcast, mm. have we? Not, <laughs> so, no, not essentially, but it is. But still he's still a big deal. He's been a part of our lives, correct, since 1996. It was correct. like we all knew of him yeah. when he arrived on the scene, being like probably, I think, like the first. I don't know if he's the first professional sports player or basketball player to go from high school into the pros. But at least the first that anybody really like noticed of of yeah of note at least right. like of, so it's as like, far as like superstar status it was almost like he was already a star before he became a star yeah especially if you lived out here yeah I mean there's there there's very few basketball players out there even very few sports sports athletes that you can pr- count you can probably call phenomenons mm-hmm. like you can probably count them on like two hands. Like Kobe was definitely one of them. He's a California Institute too. Yes. Um, you know, and there was that ugliness uh, several years ago with his, you know, with Dewey's with his wife. I mean, that everything. was before the Me Too movement. So did it really exist? Well, that's that, that's true. <laughs> but I think it's important to bring up because you know I was, I was watching a little bit of ESPN on my lunch break um, this past week, and they brought it up, and I think rightfully so. And even though Kobe has before that happened and post uh, that incident mm-hmm. has done great things. It's still important to bring that up because everybody's going to have their own um, value system of whether or not he, he's, he, he's worthy of redemption. I, I personally think, so. think he is. He's, I think he's learned from his mistake. I and hope I so. Think I don't remember exactly what all like the fallout was in the years afterwards. But. Well, he's also like you know he's he's done a lot for women in sports too. Like he shows up at like WNBA games. Like he advocates for women and women in athletics. Like he and what's fucked up is that the day that he died, he was taking his daughter to a basketball game so or a basketball practice. I know. It felt you feel terrible when you're like, okay, the one thing that he enjoyed more than anything. Playing basketball, yeah, and probably being a father, yeah, that's what he was like. That's doing. probably close number two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was that, playing basketball longer than he was being a father. Right. Let's be honest here, and that's why he ended up in that situation. Yeah, so I don't know. That was kind of crazy, and like awful. I got like super choked up when I heard about what happened to. Not because like I've been a big fan of Kobe. Like if, if of all the professional sports, like basketball has always been my favorite. I, I used to be, I used to play basketball too, and um, but like just the. F- the way he died is hmm. terrifying to me because like Ugh. one of my greatest fears is like dying in a car accident on my way home or something like that especially like my daughter or my right. bride to be in the car or both right and like i can't imagine being in free fall in a helicopter with your daughter by your side trying to calm her down and reassure her that things are going to be okay when you don't when you know for a fact you're all gonna die <laughs> holy fuck dude that's like like the worst way to die for somebody mm-hmm. who's like that important in the world of sports and like dude, he's just like a world icon like right now it's terrible it's pretty crazy it's been a huge fallout in the week yeah out here I'm yeah just, i don't know if the rest of the yeah. country Cal- is california is still mourning i think la is about la had their memorial this past weekend i believe mm-hmm. uh, even here in a local in the inland center uh in, in, in the empire uh, we have a big old mountain that has like a giant M on it. Oh there. yeah! And uh, they illuminated that uh, yellow, yellow, uh, gold and purple for, mm-hmm. for Kobe the Monday after he died. I guess that kind of yeah. makes sense. 
So and then everybody's been out wearing their Laker gear, which is which is good. I don't we haven't seen that in a while, <laughs> which is weird because the it Lakers, is basketball season right now. <laughs> the Lakers are very good this year, yeah. but they haven't been for a lot of years. So yeah. it's like when back in the the good Kobe days, like the Lakers paraphernalia was flying, everybody yeah. with their stupid Lakers flags. When, it, when he was back, like, when uh, he was number eight. Yes, yeah. I forgot why he changed that. He number, changed but. it because of the the ugliness with his with his wife. So oh. I think for, <laughs> for superstitious reasons, he changed his number to number 20, 24. Okay, yeah, I guess that kind of makes sense. Yeah. But either way, it's like now it's just you're seeing people, but it's all like in memorial stuff, which yeah. I guess no like huge Lakers person has ever died ever in the history of the Lakers. I mean, everybody's still yeah. alive. Yeah. Nobody nobody has died in the history of the Lakers. Yeah, not even like the natural death. <laughs> it's, it's so yeah, Jerry it's, West lives on. He's it's like so 95. crazy. Just like because um, like I'll, we were, I was driving with my wife when she was just on her phone and she saw on the news that it happened. And was like, like this can't be real. I and then know. we and we were at Costco, and then Costco of course had their TVs and all the TVs were talking about it. Of course. And I was like, oh my god, this is real. And like yeah. I and then I heard about how he died and like I got choked up and like oh my god, it's terrible. Yeah. But uh, so it was an emotional week at least here in california i know everybody's talking about it and we'll be talking about it for years to come and the conspiracy theories will all be flying Mm -hmm. about like he was just about to unearth like an underground he had dirt on mitch mcconnell (laughs) i'm sure he ordered it was the underground pedophile ring of of Uh, hollywood pizzagate that he was just about to was part of pizzagate along with hillary clinton and so the illuminati brought in the fog that yeah like Mm -hmm. they control Everybody. I mean, they have a. Everyone knows that the Illuminati has a has a fog button right. on their giant circular desk, a la the Legion of Doom. Yes. And- <laughs> like, who do we want to die today? Ah. Bring in the fog. Make it look natural. Right. Like we've already we've already we've already withheld federal aid to California. Let's fuck with California <laughs> some more. <laughs> some more. But okay. uh, so there it is. The first time bringing up Kobe on the podcast. Correct. In- yeah. However many years it's been now, I've lost track. Yeah. Well, but there rest is. in peace, Kobe. And, you know, it's because, it, you know, we, I think it's important to bring it up. But, uh, you know, it, it's, it's just been a it's been a weird week. It's been weird. Yeah. It's weird. It's been weird that I haven't seen people wearing Lakers gear in that many years. And all yeah. of a sudden I just see it. I'm like, oh, yeah, people like the Lakers out here, don't they? Yeah. You kind of forget about it. Yeah. And so. he's also done a lot for like sports in general, too. So, like, it's it's it's, it's, it's important to bring it up. My Chemical Romance. Oh, my God. They uh, Shocked the world. Shocked the world. Well, first they had a little bit of a countdown uh, uh, mm. over on the YouTubes. Um, what was it? I think it was Thursday. I think it was. They had a video that was, that was set to post around like 10 o'clock uh, our time, Pacific time, in the morning. It's called The Summoning, yes. or A Summoning, I believe. Yes. And it was a 12-minute video kind of chronicling... The history of My Chemical Romance throughout their throughout their musical career and theatrics via the um, perspective of a young man, probably around like my age or so, mm. someone who would have listened to My Chemical Romance in his late teens and early mm. early twenties. Mm. He goes through. Did you watch the video at all? No, no. Of course you didn't. <laughs> so, I wouldn't understand it at all. I'm sure. Uh, so I'm not going to describe it in full, but he's he in his small single family home. He's in his room and he has a giant pentagram with candles on the floor and at each of the five points he has a my chem album interesting <laughs> he's, he's got a black hood on <laughs> and it's very apparent he's trying to bring my chem back from the dead <laughs> has, are we counting conventional weapons as the fifth he album? has con- well in the in the video he has 
the live album that released shortly after um, uh, Danger Days. Mm. So like a year okay. before they broke up. Um, I think it was like it was a live album of their performance in Mexico, which was like one of the biggest shows they've yes, ever done. I've seen that one. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so they had the four albums and then that live album, and then these like dudes in vampire masks mm. like appear at his house and start chasing him. He runs through the door and suddenly he's in a bar, which is very reminiscent of one of the music videos from "I Brought You My Bullets." Mm. So and so he's See, that's where I wouldn't have gotten it. So yeah. So so then he's running through again. Mm. The vampires catch up to him the vampire quote-unquote vampires he he escapes through another door he finds himself at a church where helena had her uh funeral oh. and then the two there's two people at the altar I know that one <laughs> there's two people at the altar and they're they have like the blood stains on their face yes. like the like the three cheers for sweet revenge album art so it's it's a really cute video so that the the that's not uh, from a video with the, the, the blood, blood stains? people at their wedding. No, that's just Gerard, from the album art. Gerard's killing himself in front of them to prove a point. <laughs> but you take the album <laughs> so it. So the whole video itself is very nostalgic, and re- and it, as someone who's like a mega fan of My Chemical Romance, it was just nice to see and be reminded of like all the theatrics and all the cool things mm-hmm. that they've done as a band, and, and it and it culminates back. in. Um, so when you when you when you finally get to the danger days section, mm-hmm. a nuclear bomb goes off Ooh. just as the guy goes through his, the final door, blows up the vampires, Whoa. and then he, he's back in his room. Does it say the year twenty nineteen? <laughs> I mean, in in the, in the dystopian future of twenty nineteen, yes. Uh, but he's back in his room, and then he's 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 in that room where he has the pentagram on the floor. Suddenly, there's candles everywhere, and then hmm. it's. Uh, and then like my chem music starts playing and then and then all of the dates for the for the uh upcoming US wow. tour show up so much went into the production of this video correct for the tour <laughs> so we're just going to be happy so i thought so it was like i thought it was like the uh unveiling of a new song of a new album mm-hmm. word on the street is i i don't know if you've read this as well their album is done oh Apparently, their, apparently their apparently their album can't was, be right. <laughs> apparently they're out. They apparently they recorded this album two years ago, and they just oh kind of been waiting for the opportune <laughs> for the moment right to kind of um, now this get is just reinvig- a rumor. This is just this word is on just the street. Rumor. There's okay. no like press release or anything okay. like Nobody that. Nobody dug into iTunes to find this out <laughs> like they did with Amity. However, <laughs> okay, I'm going to be all conspiracy theories right <laughs> yes. now. So I heard that I heard that their Kobe album Bryant. is Kobe done. Bryant is part of this. I'm sure Kobe Bryant went down. <laughs> On Sunday, <laughs> on his way to the My Chem release show, he screamed out, "April 14th." <laughs> <laughs> so keep in mind, all of these tour dates start no, eight twenty four. Is that the day? This, this is going to be the, the the this is the my this is the Kobe tie-in. Oh, August twenty fourth. God, <laughs> I know it. That put is that down for my bets. Fucked <laughs> up. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> just I'll say it now. We'll see what happens. So, <laughs> word on the rumor mill is that they recorded this album two years ago. They've just been waiting to get kind of reinvigorated to kind of want to go on tour again and do the whole band okay. stuff, okay. which is now. Their tour dates start in late September to the end of October. Okay. Uh, FY, uh, uh, on a side note, the show that I can go to in LA at, yes. in Inglewood at the Forum is one week before my wedding. Yes, and one day before my birthday. A one day before your birthday. It's all tied in. They the added <laughs> they 
the, the conspiracy keeps on rolling, people. Because of the demand of that forum show, they added four. They added three more forum dates the following week, all leading up to my the day before my wedding. I can't go to either of those. I know. So what I ended up... Wait, how many shows was it? Six? There's four shows in LA. <laughs> okay. Uh, four I, LA shows that all sold out yeah. in a matter of hours. So I, so tickets went on sale Friday afternoon at, um, lo- in, at your local time at 12. Yes. Excuse your local me. time. Uh, I Ticketmaster was not prepared for any of this. Ticketmaster had no fucking clue what they got themselves wrapped up in. Uh, <laughs> I like logged, it's only it's only what eight years of of, of fucking hype. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so I logged into my local Ticketmaster website. Yes. Uh, and went to the forum things. I was like, oh, I'll, I'll, I know I'm not probably not going to go to this for one. Adam doesn't want to go. Two, it's probably going to be very expensive. Right. And three, I'm, it's probably going to sell out in like half an hour, just like the first if I, swarm if show. If I can't stand being around the Menzingers fans at the, <laughs> at the freaking glass house, I don't even want to think about what my chem 30-year-old fans wearing all whatever. When he says Menzingers fans, he's including me. He can't stand being around No, me. it wasn't. It, it wasn't Mike. Mike was fine. <laughs> but the rest of the crowd so was. Hmm. Going into this, uh, t- being in the Ticketmaster queue. I had yes. already made my peace with the fact I'm not going to the show. Okay. Um, so I just wanted to see like what the ticket prices were. So yes. at 12 o'clock, so we could laugh about them. Ha <laughs> ha. 12 o'clock, I logged into my Ticketmaster account and said like, well, due to high demand, you're going to need to sit in the queue to be able to purchase your pick your tickets. I'm like, all right, well, we'll see what happens. I click on the thing. It says. 2,000 people are ahead of you. Please wait. And there's a little Please running. Wait. There's a little progress bar with like a little man running. <laughs> An hour and 27 minutes later, which is actually not that bad considering 2,000 people were in front of me. I guess. My progress bar makes it all the way to the end. It's like, okay, cool. Here are the seats that are still available. It's maybe like 80 seats left or so wow. of the forum, the giant stadium, the forum. Price ranges. Price ranges vary from three hundred and fifty to six hundred and sixty dollars. Nice, a ticket Only for one. And where were these seats? Do you know? Nosebleed oh, and man. like really close. What? That doesn't even make any sense. So like the really close ones were like six hundred, of course. Like the ones that are above the 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 floor seating. Mm-hmm. So like those were like the six hundred seats, and then nosebleed was like three thirty, three fifty or so. That's crazy. So I was like. So I noped right out of there. Yeah. <laughs> I just like, wanted no, to see you. the price I waited anyway. in line for nothing. <laughs> but congratulations, though. To our good to friend. good friend, listener Dave, yes. who managed to snag not one, not two, not three, not five, <laughs> but four tickets <laughs> at $100 a piece. Only $100. Which is cheaper than the than the than what the tickets cost well, at the forum the first time at their first reunion I know. show. But I mean, people are clamoring to get to something that resembles Kobe Bryant this this week. <laughs> he never played a game at the forum, but it oh, makes okay. sense why... The Clippers play there, right? No, they all play at the Staples Center. Oh, and okay. always have. Sorry. They, they left the forum decades ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> but people want to be where Kobe Bryant might have been. Okay. Therefore... His essence is there. They upped the price on Ticketmaster that much. Yeah. Because to get that illuminati crowd yeah you know so if you want to keep the conspiracy train going a little bit more (laughs) there is a (laughs) music there is a music clip lead before so before the video the summoning there was another short video that's about a minute long of these druid looking dudes in a forest doing some sort of like ritualistic shit for like a minute uh the video is called an offering 
Mm-hmm. And there's a music clip that plays in there. Now there are apps that you can play on your phone that like um that you can that'll tell you what this like if you don't know oh what's what is this track play this play this uh app and it's like oh this is this is crazy train by by ozzy osbourne or black sabbath or whatever interesting right so they so they use that app on that music track and it's called my chemical romance a summoning so people thought that the video the summoning was a new song so the fact that that song is registered in like the music databases adds credence to the fact that mm. my chem and the management team at my chem have already registered those songs into the database Dear and there's an album can drop literally anytime anytime they want to. it's done baby whoa i didn't believe you i didn't <laughs> want to believe you when you told me that their album's coming out this year oh that's right they all did evidence joke at that. points to the fact that my chem will have an album mm. in 2020 and it'll come out sometime before september should i change one of my picks now we haven't locked it in okay, okay. so if you want See, I to didn't, i didn't know about any of this sure stuff <laughs> so i was thinking like they're gonna tour for the rest of the year and then record an album early next I, year maybe yeah. so i was year. of the i was of the opinion that they were gonna follow like the under oath with, right the under right. oath like they reunited for like two years before erase me came out 2015 erase me came out in 20. 20- 18? 17, 18? I think it's 18. I can't believe we can't remember anymore. Yeah, I think it's 18. So they toured for like two or three years before they finally released that album. So I thought My Chem was going to do the same thing. I thought, well, My Chem's so big, they can literally like coast on these classic albums for as long as they want before a new album comes out. It's ridiculously possible, but I still, with how busy Frank Iero's been. Yeah, I don't Frank Aero and the Chemical Romance, yes. It's like he, he released three albums, went on tours for all of these albums, I don't think he was busy writing my Chemical Romance songs during. Frank Iero is not the lead guitarist. Ray counting on Ray Toro. To Ray Toro to, to keep my Chemical Romance going <laughs> into the future. The lead songwriters in my Chemical Romance have always been Ray Toro and Gerard Way. Okay, so I my, believe my just shows up. <laughs> I believe that it is possible that two years ago, a secret my Chem album has been written and recorded and is ready to drop at any time okay i am fully (laughs) erect right now (laughs) i'm just saying is what day is your birthday this year uh my birthday is on a monday this year okay so a week later is 824 correct yeah could we my chem is a big enough band they could drop an album literally anytime baby they could drop it in the middle of a monday they could they could let's just say if it was a friday that would have been crazy that would have been opportune Mm -hmm. yeah so it's far-fetched but oh my god if it happened so we got over this hump of this awful january (laughs) where viruses are being spread oh man superstars are dropping out of the sky right next door to mike's house yeah they brought in that plane from china oh god with a bunch of people who had been cleared but still well they're under quarantine by the cdc but still mike took to facebook and freaked out you should have seen all of his posts oh, this week you know about, me always on a, the facebook there's a chinese plane near my house <laughs> filled with coronas <laughs> wait <laughs> i mean full, full of bud lights i like the bud light virus better than the coronavirus right. my favorite viruses from corona is that what we're saying that's <laughs> <laughs> just so. it's 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 just related to sars anyway i know and they quickly eradicated sars back in 2000 quickly three i mean sure uh, some people died but they were able to <laughs> some people have died from taken care of but super old people with pre pre pre-existing conditions just like every epidemic 
or pandemic. I know. Whichever this is classified as. So everyone stop worrying. Let's go with Wash Peter, your hands. Peter pandemic. Peter pandemic. <laughs> is that all it takes is washing hands to fight Wash coronavirus? Wash your hands. Stop sneezing on people. Don't eat snake mixed with duck. Yeah, don't eat weird exotic meats from a from a from a uh, little hut. Yes. From a, from a little hut shop in China. I think you'd be fine. Okay. I'm <laughs> on my way. I mean, I'm not on my way to that hut shop. <laughs> so, my cam, big news this past week. Again, Man. congratulations to everyone who managed to get a ticket. Good job. Uh, and if you have to spend hundreds of dollars on scalper uh, on scalper tickets, fuck you. You're ruining the music industry. Anyway. Uh, I'm sure shall you can we move find on? them on StubHub right now. Oh yeah, scalper <laughs> stuff. But uh, shall we move on? I think so. What are we going to talk about? Our, our draft, baby. Our draft. Yeah. Cha-ching. Ching, ching, cha-ching. So it's just like we've been doing of for the past um, several years now, it started off with the betting special. Wild, wild bets everywhere. Mm-hmm. Some. We, we, we go back to those and like, what were we thinking with some of these bets? I know. Jim Carrey committing suicide. What was I thinking? He was so sure. Adam was so sure of himself. <laughs> it was going to happen. <laughs> then I found out he's a very happy man inside of his brain. These well, days. now that he's no longer with uh, Jenny McCarthy. Well, sometimes you got to get away. Yeah. And he's not with I a lot of... Get away. Uh, I don't know who he's with anymore, but he made that creepy video a couple years ago about Emma Stone. How like that's right. She's she's so talented. She's so like young and talented. She's so beautiful. And young and so young. <laughs> <laughs> and, and keep in mind, this is post gigantic wizard beard. Yes, uh, Jim Carrey. This is like current psychedelic Jim yeah. Carrey. You should see some of his videos <laughs> online. They're really interesting and and not funny at all, but so, still very interesting. <laughs> wild bets be damned. That okay. soon evolved into our skinny draft special from yes. last year this year adam really wanted to bring the bets back so we came up with a way to do both okay so we're so at least for us um listeners if you got to want to participate don't worry about your you guys bets you guys are going to do it the same way that we did last year again um for the listeners i want to reiterate just come up with 10 albums uh, um of february to february to whenever the rest even if they've already been announced already as long as they come out in February and beyond, you're good to go. Yes. Uh, no January albums, please, because they would have already been rated on iTunes. As far as I know, nothing came out in January. From That's what true, I huh? Think. At least, but uh, I'm gonna I'm, just just to be safe, though, I'm gonna limit it to uh, February to. You know what did release What's in up? January was Breaking Bad's reimagining album. Breaking Benjamin. Benjamin. Yes. <laughs> that I one. saw that. I asked. I was going to ask you if you wanted, but I'm pretty sure you said that you were. I'm going to listen to it, but I only need to give reimaginings a once over. Yeah, and, once and, and once move on. Listen. But no, I don't. I don't need it from you. Was it like you. an acoustic thing, or? I think it's just a reimagining of some of their hits, hits. and I don't know. Run away, make hate, <laughs> get laid, and one original new song. Oh. So that's all I know so far. Cool. I haven't listened to it yet. All right. Well, I've been busy with going in the past, but we'll talk about that later too. Well, so so you guys just can't put Big Breaking Benjamin's album on your draft. So okay, pick ten albums. <laughs> it's uh, out. What, <laughs> pick ten albums, whether they've been announced or not, and uh, send it to us either the Skinny with Mike and Adam at gmail dot com, Facebook dot com slash Skinny with Mike and Adam, or on my personal Instagram Instagram dot com slash Mike Wears Prada. And I will keep them in a spreadsheet and keep track of them for you. And uh, we're going to go off of the the person with the highest accumul- uh, accumulative iTunes user score for your 10 albums. Out of five. Out of 
out of five, correct. Yes. Thank you very much. Uh, we'll win <laughs> a prize that. at the end of the year. So best of luck to all of our listeners. And um, shall we move on to ours? I think we should. So we should. So the way we're going to do it this year, we both have picked 10 albums independent of one another. We're not going to be picking it from a hat like we did last year. So we're both, so we're both, we're taking the random factor out of this uh, for both the draft and with the bets. So the way we're going to do it, we both come up with five bets. Neither of us know what those bets are. And for every bet we get right, we're going to multiply our final score by that number. So it's very possible if you get all five bets wrong, your total score for the year will be zero. Whoa. Yeah. So choose carefully. So, um, we're gonna name off each other's bets when the come, okay. when the time comes. If we feel like those bets are good, we're gonna lock them in. Cause I no no weak ass bets, right? No no like oh McDonald's is gonna come out with a new coffee. They're gonna extend the McRib by three yeah. weeks. <laughs> exactly. So we have to make sure they're good bets. We're gonna we're gonna discuss them with one another. A new coffee. Yeah. So uh, first, let's go over the draft. I'll go over mine first. We'll go over yours, and I'll kind of explain. The reason why I chose some of these. Okay. First of which... I'll, I'll pick one to remove yeah. and add My Chemical Romance into. I've convinced I'll, you, huh? I want to, I want to believe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I don't have My Chemical Romance on mine. Because oh. I, I feel like it's going to be a conflict of interest of one of my bets. So I'll get, I'll get to that. The new Frank Aero album? Frank Aero oh. and The Chemical Romance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brian Fallon, Local Honey. Yes. I, that's, that's coming out in March. Yes. I feel like that's a shoe-in to be uh, rated pretty highly, if not... Um, at five stars. Even though he doesn't believe he has lots of fans, I still right. believe his fans will flock to iTunes. The fans that he does have are going to yes. go flock to iTunes, rate it four to five uh, stars. I would say, f- I would bet four point five. I'm, I'm, I'm going, I'm going all five, baby. Mark Berman's be damned. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a lot of like pop derivatives. Uh, yeah, so. Anyway, the new Dance Gavin Dance, Dance Gavin Dance uh, Ten yes. coming out. Coming out. DGDX. Uh, yeah, so I, I believe that album's already done. There's just no release date or title yet, but that's coming pretty soon. I bet you it'll be called DGDX. That would be great. Yeah. Small X. Their 15-year uh, anniversary is this year, and I really mm. hope, I'm fairly sure they're going to have a 15-year anniversary tour. I would love to do that. Maybe I'll bring my bride-to-be. Hopefully it's not in October. Uh, I enjoy getting coronavirus from johnny craig. <laughs> johnny the, craig will be riddled with coronavirus by then <laughs> he's not he's not going to be invited uh dance game of dance i'm pretty sure it's a shoe in to get stored, scored really highly on uh, on itunes so one of my favorite bands but i think it's a safe bet as well uh silverstein a beautiful place to drown that's coming out i believe february right i think the end of this month uh, early march march early 6th march. i believe okay. he said on that podcast yeah he doesn't he won't shut three. up about it <laughs> uh so i put this on my list not because i'm excited for the album i'm kind of tentative on it because the single that they released kind of sucks mm. um but last year when silverstein released their reimagining whatever 10 year anniversary album that got a perfect five that's right silverstein fans love silverstein love their silverstein. so i think this is a shoe in for no a good four old, to five points. No matter how old they get. Correct. Uh, I'm a little okay. nervous about this one, but I'm pretty confident it's still it'll still score high. Paris. Um, I, they had that EP last year. I believe an LP is coming out this year. Hmm. So okay. I, so still not sure. There's nothing that's their been drummer, announced. Their drummer just left the band, but they, he might have recorded all the well, drum parts before. Everyone's favorite member of Paris, <laughs> the drummer. <laughs> I really need to do more research into 
who the other people are in certain bands. Correct, yeah. Like, we seriously <laughs> have no idea. The most Just memorable the- member of Paris, the unknown drummer <laughs> with the fuck boy haircut. I know. White boy with the there's fuck boy haircut. There's only three of them, so it's like there's not too much. That's you should true. know these things, right? Well, Paris's drumming has never been like the most amazing. They can, he's easily replaceable. I guess so. Yeah. Hey, who hey, who wants to join a very famous band <laughs> for 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 guaranteed income? Anybody? Anybody at all. Don't you don't have to be the greatest drummer in the world. I don't Just think join us. That famous. They're pretty and their, famous. Their income isn't that guaranteed. <laughs> pretty famous. <laughs> Last album only charted, I don't know, better than top 50 cuz yeah. I got that point. <laughs> <laughs> we came as Romans is my oh. number 5 pick. Um, right. We got the two tracks over there. I think they're, and they've just been doing touring nonstop ever since Kyle Bavoni has uh, left this plane of existence. Um, but I feel like they're at a place now where a new album should be coming out very soon. Okay. So uh, I think I think those two tracks from last year were kind of the tracks that they needed to get out before they can move on. So that way, the whole entire album isn't like a goodbye to Kyle. Um, but also, okay. I chose this because kind of cynically, no one's going to go on iTunes and be like, yo, this band sucks because they lost <laughs> their lead singer. They're so much better before they got rid of that first lead singer. Yeah, before, <laughs> before the lead singer killed himself. And <laughs> yeah, no one's going to rate it. I think cynically speaking. Wasn't it no accidental? Gonna... <laughs> I oh, like yeah, to believe it was. Yeah, it was an accidental overdose. <laughs> Uh, this but. album was supposed to come out in 2019, but it, for some reason it got delayed. And now there's no release date. But a day to remember with your welcome. That's right. There is no release date, and it's, it's so weird. The, when I read on Wikipedia, they said it just got got pushed back because of a couple of production issues and album artwork yeah. issues. Yeah, because um, so that Something was supposed like to that. come out in December, um, but um, November. Yeah, was it November? Yeah, oh, it was okay. going to be like sometime in November. Okay, so now this is coming out sometime in 2020. But the album's done. It could come out literally anytime. And you went for the safe bet. I went for the safe bet. Because their fans are just going to keep loving their stuff. That's why I'm going to get an easy four to five points, baby. <laughs> that's, I did my research, that's baby. Rough. That's rough. Yeah. Uh, this one, not too sure about this one, but The Plot in You. I think they're mm. due for an album. Landon Tours has an album coming out in February. Oh, okay. Um, but I guess he, I listen to that one. According to listener Daniel, and where I get all my news sources from now, <laughs> Daniel... <laughs> He, he stated, he, "He's got his ear to the ground. He does. Much this show than us. would not be possible without <laughs> Daniel." <laughs> but uh, he's he he stated that he follows Landon tours, and he said that the, they're going to take their time with plotting you, mm-hmm. and whenever they feel like they have enough for an album, they'll go ahead and uh, record one. But uh, so nothing, nothing yet. But I I think now is the time for a new plotting you album. All right. Uh, Thrice, they're pretty consistent. Uh, every two years, they tend to release an album. It's been two years since Palms, and um, I think it's time That's for a new Trice album, right? Well, I mean, they did take five years off, and then... As far as <laughs> as far as we know, they're not on hiatus again. But right now, they're visu it up. 15-year Visu anniversary or something Fuck. like that. So... Ah, shit. I didn't realize that. Hmm. Fuck. Okay. Well... I still like them on Facebook, so I kind of follow them. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Well, I I'm guess... I'm surprised you didn't know that, because that's one of your favorite albums. Fuck. <laughs> It doesn't right. mean they're not going to like re-record it or anything. They're no, just no. Touring on the. Oh, speaking of which, uh, what counts as an al- as an album release is oh. an EP with at least three three new tracks or more. Right. Yeah, the EP or an LP, of course, that makes sense. Uh, nothing, nowhere. 
pretty sure he'll come out with something this year. He's he released a new track, right? Pretty much every year since Reaper, he's released something new. And he had a new video. Yeah, he for showed his a full new face. song called Nightmare. Wait, he was wearing sunglasses, but still, yeah. he showed off his nose for once. <laughs> <laughs> he's not just covering it with his hand. Right. Uh, yeah, he has a new song called Nightmare. Uh, no, no news of a excuse me of an EP or an LP yet, but yes, yeah, just a big cons- tour apparently. Yeah, he's uh, he's he's been pretty consistent since uh, since Reaper. And finally, yes. uh, another consistent band. I put this one in because I feel like the fans that they have left will not let me down on the review side of things. Senses fail. Senses fail. Been two years. So was it twenty eighteen? It the was twenty eighteen. Yeah. I thought it was seventeen, but I guess it doesn't really matter in the grand. Doesn't matter. Things, it's it's time. <laughs> it's time. And I know he. What did he do recently? He did that terrible EP from last year as, that you didn't like. And as much as I hated that EP iTunes, 4.5. <laughs> Fuck well, you guys. There you go. They're fans. <laughs> you, guys can't, you, guys, you guys can't see a shallow cash grab when you see one? Come so, on. And 15 years of still searching won't be till next year. That's true. So, so no anniversaries right now. Right. He doesn't have to worry about that till next year. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So, uh, so no anniversaries for Census Fail. So it's maybe. pretty... I'm pretty confident that we'll have a new Census Fail by the end did, of this did, year. Did you watch the interview from Alternative, Alternative Press? Yeah, I watched it... Uh, on friday night yeah how was that um it's it's stuff that i for the most part that i already knew okay again this is a band i've been following since 2003 uh so he kind of gave from his point of view like a history of of the band and like how now i wear more eyeliner (laughs) yeah he looks so weird with eyeliner he's never worn eyeliner in the history of census fail Hmm. and he wears it with weird hawaiian shirts and his pudgy body now he talks a little bit about how like the band's almost broken up like multiple times and he hasn't enjoyed mm. writing an album quote unquote since still searching because Interesting. now he hasn't enjoyed writing it yeah. i mean granted sometimes writing albums are not fun processes right. for the painful but factor this, this this past album was the album that he has enjoyed doing the most because he wrote all of the music and lyrics for it oh so it's like i finally broke up with census fail myself and reformed <laughs> it under the name census fail correct yeah <laughs> brought in a whole bunch of other new mu- musicians and <laughs> census fail is dead long live census fail <laughs> exactly so i don't know it, it came the the inner the interview itself kind of came off a little gross because it kind of reeked of a little egotism hmm. which unfortunately kind of buddy's been going down that way ever since well, he's been ever since now that he's super woke so like right mm, it, it is what it is though i know i mean the there's plenty of people out there telling him you know shut the hell up yeah and that's just and, that's and just fueling things. the fire of ego that's in his <laughs> yes in his in but his brain there's also people that aren't saying that so he gets it on both ends of the spectrum yeah that's true so i don't know so we'll just see what happens he's apparently soberish now yeah we'll, we'll, well he's been that. sober for for many years he's okay, just good. he's just He's so woke, bro. Like he's so, so much smarter than you specifically. <laughs> Is that what he said in the interview? Yeah, like, I'm, I'm so smarter, much smarter than, than Adam. Everybody Gordon watching this right now, you're all dumb. You're all. Everyone's dumb, but me. Right. It's amazing how dumb all of my fans are. I know. You just want me to repeat the same album, so that's what I did. That's what I did, and you motherfuckers. And this guy Mike, bought me a house. This guy Mike said it was the worst album of the year. Almost. What does he know? <laughs> You know what I did to that motherfucker? How many motherfucker? houses has he bought? <laughs> you know what I did to that motherfucker back in 2015? <laughs> I was playing Pokemon Go and I walked on by. I looked into his eyes while he waved at me 
And I didn't acknowledge that faggot. <laughs> Fuck him. Fuck him. And then some faggot was screaming along with my song yeah. during that show. He I was, was like, dancing Wait, shirtless <laughs> to my show. And I didn't acknowledge him. You were shirtless? I was shirtless. Yeah. Oh, man. It was hot, dude. It was so hot. That room is tiny, and oh, I was no. dancing the entire night. That was hot. I had a great time, nonetheless. Adam, here are your 10... And that was 2016, uh, by the way. Here are your 10 picks for 2020. Uh, first of which we got the press copy of already. Yes. So, well, this album's coming out uh, on on um, on February 7th. 7th. Green Day with Father of All Motherfuckers. All Motherfuckers. 26 minutes. 10 tracks, 26 minutes long. Very short album. Interesting, right? I'm going to start listening to it tomorrow and give my thoughts on the next episode. But uh, I'll hold yeah. out until February 7th. Till yeah, I can... what, is, what is your hype? What is your personal hype level on this one? Pretty poor because... Uno do Trey was I mean, such that a was great a long album. time ago. They could have evolved a lot as a band since. Was that the, their last? Releases? Well, Re- Re- Revolution Radio. Oh, that's right. Twenty sixteen. Yeah. So that's about it. But they they could revolve as a band mm-hmm. and come up with a whole new sound. Part of now. the um, album art for Father of All Motherfuckers is the hand holding the heart grenade from uh, American Idiot. So they might be you know homaging mm-hmm. that. There's no way that there's going to be some you know awesome eight to ten minute epics no. on here to to drive those there's albums. barely a three minute song on this album so my hype is low but i'm gonna hold out that the fans are the fans will love it i think happy yeah i haven't checked in on what the fans have thought of any of their previous albums especially there's a potty word in it so i think they're that's gonna love right. that that's, that's very right. punk so this all is I know game. is I was watching the news and they were like, "Hey guys, Green Day has a new video out with celebrities in it," oh, and so God. of course they had to show clips of the video, and I was like, "Oh man, it's, it, it's going to be bad." Click. <laughs> it's going to be so bad. The follow-up to Adam's number one worst album of 2019, Billie Eilish. Number one worst album of 2019, but she's going to release an album this year. You think so? Hot off of what? How many Grammys did she just win last weekend? She made Holy history cow. by sweeping every major category of the Grammys. I think she's won six. You know, Song of the Year used to be a really well respected category. <laughs> And if Come you want, if you want Bad Guy to be the best song that came I'm out in all of 2019, bad guy. whatever. Oh man, duh. And I gave I gave that song a thumbs up. Okay, you know it's, it's song a, of the year. It's That's a good song. It was... Adam specifically <laughs> called it his song of the year. <laughs> Nowhere Get out of here, Menzingers. My top sixty-six songs of the year. <laughs> Far from it. It, it was, was just like a. It was between London Drugs this. and Bad Guy. <laughs> it was more of a. I can listen to this oh, and it's okay. fine. That's man, you know, hot songs like "Smooth" by Rob Thomas, and uh, and all the rest, (laughs) and the rest (laughs) that have probably not been that good, like Nora Jones (laughs) and others. She's still she's still polishing the Grammy that she won for the hot new Nora Jones song. Come away with me. That's the one. It's just as boring as Billie Eilish. So I should have Hey, known. come on now. Come on. We were having Dude, a good time can, today. Can you sing any of the rest of that song? <laughs> can anyone sing Adam, away? dance, Gavin, dance. <laughs> What's your number three pick? I'm going to go safe with dance. Pick. D- DGD, another safe pick. I guess we'll both cancel each other out on that one. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, it's, okay. it's, it's, in, it's an accumulative score for this one. This one, um, uh, number four, Haley Williams. I was very... Hot off the... 
two new singles that she released this past week. Which I haven't listened to yet. They're pretty good. That's what you and, 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 and DSD are saying. Yeah. So I'm excited to hear that. And I'm so excited for her. I'm glad that she's writing music again. We might as well give her a shot. Yeah. Finally, she can break off the shackles of those two other guys and do her <laughs> own thing. The Faro <laughs> brothers have been holding her back. Well, they've, they've been gone for years. They now. were on the After Laughter. Or... Josh Farrow is what was only on. the drummer, right? Yeah, yeah. Because the guitarist brother is too prideful. He started his own like his own band. Yeah, and he's, and <laughs> he's doing great. He's I'm doing sure. great. I'm sure he's great. <laughs> Working but, at the yogurt land. <laughs> but I'm gonna give Haley a shot because I generally have enjoyed. She's yeah. never been like an off the charts like, damn, that was awesome. Sure. She I got close to me with um, the 2013 album. Yes. But um, I mean, the, the new I songs kind enjoyed of... enjoyed that. Yeah, the new songs kind of feel like we're... Feel like what the natural progression of Paramore have been since 2013. They just... I can, she just dropped the name. I can only hope that Aaron from Me Without You shows up this time around. Yeah. Give, it a, give it a little bit of a, of a, bu- of a push. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number five, uh, pretty safe pick. Is, of course, you had to add this one to your list. Brian Fallon, Local Honey. B to the motherfucking F. Beef out. What are we going to do if Brian Fallon writes a bad album? I mean, it's like it's pretty We're much... We're going to we cancel get, the show. We got to hang it up at that point yeah. and just end end everything that we've known about <laughs> existence. I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure you and I are going to love this album. I hope so. The first I two really songs so. are though these releases are so beautiful. I'm really especially excited. the song 21 Days. Oh my god, it's so I'm, good. I I will probably listen to it around March 1st. We'll just okay. put it that way because I don't want to listen to it and then have to freaking wait. Okay. For so long. We won't do our review of it until we're ready. Okay. We won't rush it like we did with uh with um Menzies. Menzies. Yeah. I mean, if we're only able to do one show a month yeah <laughs> it's, it's, yeah the, it's okay. the brian stay tuned next month for the my, brian fallon album remember my episode. whole thing is listening to the album every day and then i'll take a week off from the mm. album and not listen to it okay and then go back and re-listen to it you know and make sure that I'm i'll have my fully formed thoughts halfway through the album i'm sure <laughs> yes <laughs> but so, since my freaking senses will be so heightened yeah during it i mean I'm I'm gonna know pretty pretty quickly. Good good. What I so yeah, you just let me know when you when you're ready to do a track by track recording, okay. listeners. If you want to hear us gush and make love to one another during an album, tune in too. <laughs> Your wife just walked in when I said make love to one another. I know, uh, and she totally understood. Yeah, she, yeah, she, she knows knew. what this is. Yeah. She knows what this show is all about. Panic at the Disco was your next pick here. Right. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that they're going to have a new album. Yeah. I mean, he's been pretty consistent since uh, 2013. 13 and then 16 and then 18 was the one I really didn't care for. Yeah. But you loved. I did. And if I have to hear him sing Into the Unknown. Into the Unknown! It pains me. It pains me so much. There's and every, every so time. many young, beautiful artists out there who could have covered... <laughs> Into the unknown, probably. But Disney chose Brandon. Yuri. Brandon Urie. I mean, he Panic is the, the prettiest Disney. girl in Hollywood right now. I think so. To be fair, it's it's <laughs> cringeworthy to listen to him sing that. His song. rendition of that <sighs> awful song is bad. I don't know if that's worse than Weezer doing "Into the Woods" or whatever. The Lost in the Woods. That's what it's called. <laughs> I completely like, forgot about that song, <sighs> and then you brought it back. Uh, into my brain <laughs> but uh, it's pretty safe to say i think panic you don't think any trolls will come in and like bring that album score down at all 
That's I mean, what I would be worried about for did, a Panic I don't at the Disco. Know, I don't know if they did that last time, but as far as I'm concerned, the two to three people I talked to about Panic at the Disco love that last album. Yeah. So I'm gonna go out on a limb and say it'll be okay. universal acclaim. That'll be a that'll be an interesting <laughs> that'll be an interesting pick if that happens. Yes. Hot Mulligan. Oh. Which they do have an album coming out. Uh, pretty close. March, two three well, months well. from now. Yeah, maybe. So, uh, I'm excited for them because I just kind of threw them on at the end of 2018. Yeah, because one of my best albums of 20... 18. <laughs> Thank and you. they ended up being in my top 20. Yeah. I know that. So Good. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm so I'm really, really excited for this time. band. Uh, let me know if any of these are the ones you want to change, by the oh, way. Oh, no. I'm going to throw off the last one that I mentioned. Okay. <laughs> it kind of, it's, it's kind of not fair. Either. Yeah. Right, I'm so, pretty sure that one uh, get Stone, Stone Temple Pilots, uh, you brought this to my attention that yes. they are having an album coming up pretty soon. Yes. March, right? I don't know when. I just know they oh, it's coming. announced an album. Okay. So we'll probably give but that first half of the year. I'm going gonna, gonna to throw that one off to make room for MCR. Stone Temple Pilots? Yeah. So you want to keep your last pick then? Yeah, whatever it was. All right. Your, your last pick was Black Veil Brides. Oh, okay, then I'll keep Black Veil Brides, of course. Okay, they're gonna re- I mean, that's going to be a gonna, high score. Of course, they're going to okay. reimagine one of the greatest albums of 2010, baby. <laughs> that album right, so is nowhere near my worst albums of STP the year. STP <laughs> is out. Yes. My Chemical Romance is in. Going out on the limb that the, that the conspiracy theories <laughs> are going to be right. For the sake of my black emo heart i hope that you were right yes i hope i hope that the rumor mill i hope the illuminati is right yes everyone knows that the illuminati have a my chem album drop button on their circular evil desk Pretty a la much. the legion of doom i'm just waiting for one of them to press it it's like i whenever you talk about them into the future i keep on getting the mental image i think that alternative press posted of like the four of them sitting on the ground like in front of a stage, like mm-hmm. just hanging out, talking, and it's like the first official oh, right. reunion yeah. photo. When they were practicing for the show. And they're just like sitting there, like like looking <laughs> solemn. And I'm like, this is not a band that's going to do anything epic ever again. Because <laughs> like, they've already done it. I can't imagine them sitting there saying like, you know, guys, what we should really do is probably not tell anybody that we finished that album two so years we should, ago. Um... We'll just release it out of nowhere, and we're going to like sell out all these shows and make a bunch of money. And all right, Mikey. Whatever. Um... So we're gonna play "Hang 'Em High," right? <laughs> I hope so. Okay, I, I, I gotta like play that, that song. song. Yeah, that's never a, stop playing that song. It's a pretty good song. Um, pretty good song. Um, we'll maybe probably play the back parade after that. Probably, no, we'll probably throw that in like maybe later after like First the encore. Uh, the encore, yeah. <laughs> like, so do, that's all I envision. Like, I don't. Encore? I don't plan. Do I don't do two encores? See them like doing anything <laughs> epic. Yeah. So it's like hard for me to believe. Why? Because they're, they're older gentlemen now. Yeah, and oh, okay. they just sit on the floor talking like grown men. Like I gotta go change my baby's diapers and all this stuff. I have to go change Bandit's diaper. <laughs> She's seven. That's that's, seven. that's the name of that, uh, Gerard's daughter. Bandit. Bandit. Yeah. Crash Bandit. bandit Crash coot. Bandit. Coot. <laughs> all right. Well, moving on then. Uh, Hail the sun. That's oh, an interesting yes. pick that you that, that you threw in there. Going on out on a limb. It's been two years. They've released terrible after terrible <laughs> after mediocre album. <laughs> Some people would call the best their albums best albums of the year, but so therefore my to the show they're kind of a boring imitation band. But it's it's almost like Donovan Merler is there. <laughs> it's like. 22 year olds like brian fallon in a way if you're 22 yeah. to 25 
Brian Donovan is like your favorite like Swan Corps. You're gonna love every every incarnation of him. Dance Gavin who? And then be like Donovan, Anthony yes. Green with Seosin. What? And <laughs> <laughs> have no idea that Why would anyway. the lead singer of everyone's favorite band, Circus Survive, join these nobodies right. in Say Ocean? And, and sound exactly like Donovan Malero. I mean, Donovan Malero has been doing it since like 2016. Yeah, bro. I don't think... He's been around so much longer than this. these Seosin hack frauds. <laughs> Who is Seosin? Now, there's one that I could have gone out on a limb. I think they're going to have their new album this year. Seosin? Mm-hmm. Mm. I thought about it, but like, it's like it's I like... didn't see any evidence to suspect that they were even still doing stuff together right now you mean the fact that they're touring like right now together oh my god and, like, are they, they really were, they were opening for like i don't know bring me the horizon or something like that oh my like, really <laughs> some one of the big bands that we enjoy they oh were opening for and i don't think it was i don't know if it was bring me the horizon but i just remember like last time i because i follow anthony green like he had to like quit for like health reasons yes. or something but that was only for like a couple of weeks because he's got healthy Oh okay. It wasn't like he was having to go detox. That's what I. That's what I figured it was that he just got he he's back on the bandwagon. Well, then he would only need twenty eight days, and you go back out on the road. <laughs> you get back out there because you're the lead singer of Seosin for life. Yes, and you with need to co- release with, a new and, album. And Dead American was was opening for that show. Yeah, but and, Cove is doing the uh, Scary Kids Scary Kids thing now. Right. So that's just for a maybe couple that's, shows though. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows anymore? I can't keep track. Well, if you guys want to, if you, the listener, want to take any of these picks from us, then you're you're more than welcome to. Prove us wrong. Get more points scaring than us. Scaring kids, scaring kids might have a new album this year. No, they lost. Their lead singer died. But with Cove. Oh, with Cove. Now with Cove. Ooh. Now with hundred percent more, more Cove. <laughs> and your final pick uh, before we move on to our bets: Black Veil Brides, who we do know is re-releasing their first album. Yes. Ten year anniversary, baby. I don't even know the name of the album. Who the cares? It's, it's gonna the, the one with knives and pins on it. Yeah, right? yeah, knives. Yeah, yeah you're with right. Knives and pins. <laughs> <laughs> you're absolutely right, though. When that album comes out, it is gonna score close to a perfect five. It will. You guys, it's did gonna this. sound so different. It's gonna be incredible how different it sounds. <laughs> I can't even imagine. Like they were finally got the the technology is there where it wasn't there mm-hmm. in 2010 to make it sound the way they needed it to sound. And I mean, <laughs> Andy Black's voice has evolved so much oh, over the years. He's such a different singer now <laughs> that they're just—it's going to be beautiful. But uh, so those are our ten picks for the for for the year. It ain't over for us though. No. First of all, I want to remind you guys again: send us your ten picks. Um, you can email us skinnywithmikeandadam at gmail dot com, facebook dot com slash skinnywithmikeandadam, or Instagram slash mikewarsprada. I will keep track of them for you and uh, keep updating them in the coming months. And uh, best of luck to all of our listeners. I want to get a lot more um, participation. Last year we had five people send us their lists. Let's, 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 we, I, think, I think we could do a little bit Come more on, than that. We, we go. Come on, Weegs. <laughs> Weegs. You're making a, a, a good impression on us with, yes. with other podcasts and exactly. other things. We want to know your we're get, we're getting We're getting shout outs and his reviews. I love it. <laughs> Come on, Weegs. Weegs. Uh, all right. So let's move on to our bets now. Okay. Want to do one bet at a time? One bet. Three bets. Doesn't right. even matter anymore. Mine are funny, but I hope that it happens. All right. Well, I so we're, we're going we're gonna to proofread each other's bets too. If, I, if either of us feel like... Any of these bets are too soft. We're going to have to modify them on the spot. All right? Okay. My first bet, Brian Fallon's new EP 
Local Honey will not chart higher than number 50 on Billboard Top 100. I wrote down here in my notes, Painkillers peaked at number 30, and Sleepwalkers peaked at 42. 42 so he's been on right. declining, and he's no longer going to have any major label advertising. Right. So I don't think there's any way he's going to get any higher than I 50. I feel like I have to agree with that bet. Okay. Although I want to believe that the Sleepwalkers bump... Like whenever, because everybody listened to Painkillers and they were just like, okay, cool, whatever. Good ditties. And then and and then didn't really jump onto the Sleepwalkers bandwagon mm-hmm. until like maybe a year or cool. so afterwards. So is this is this a safe? Is this a good bet for me to keep? No hmm. modifications. That is a tough one. Hmm. But or, do all I, I know to, is do that do I have to agree the... or disagree? Does it matter? I, if you feel like this is a good enough bet, it's not too soft. Okay. No, this is not too soft. Okay. Cool. All I know is that sales wise, he's on the decline. So I think fifty is a good peak for him to That's be. That's tough. Right. So if well, he's fifth, if he's forty nine or higher, I lose his bet, and therefore my bets, my bet multiplier has been down by one. And I'll go that he's going to be at number forty nine. God damn it, <laughs> <laughs> Adam! What's your first bet? My first bet is that the new Panic at the Disco album that has not been announced yet will be called Robbing the Cradle. <laughs> come on come on okay come that's on very specific <laughs> yes <laughs> are you sure you want to keep that do you not want to modify i i don't want to i can't in good conscience let you keep a bet that's so specific so like specific. that do you want to Come at least on. change it to like... He's writing Frozen music. I mean, he's singing Frozen music. He's in with a whole new generation of children. Mm. Come on. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter thinks that he's really cool and he's. she was so happy to hear that Mike really likes this singer. Oh, okay. You told, you told her that? Yeah. Cool. And I was like, be sure to tell Mike you love him. <laughs> Robbing the cradle. You know you're not winning that bet, right? I know. Do you want to modify it in any way? I don't know how to modify it at this point. Do you want to say, like, the new album will have three words in it? Okay, sure. Do you want to change it to that? Three words. Okay. Death of a bachelor. Death (laughs) of my career. (laughs) All right, let me change that really quick. All right. Three words. But I have it on record what those three words were, just in case, as a bonus. (laughs) Okay, so it's it's been changed. I'm typing these up in real time, so please forgive. And he's like also like doing videos with Muppets now. I don't know. It's it's weird. Brendan can do whatever he wants. <laughs> oh my god, he still looks like he's so young. Yet he's thirty. Right? Oh my god, now, yes. Right? <laughs> so I have three music bets and two um, other media type bets. Okay. The first of which here I have in season two of Disney Plus's The Mandalorian. Oh, season two. Coming the, in September-ish? There's no date, but okay. there's, it's, it's definitely going to happen in 2020. The child's alien race, this baby Yoda, yes. will be given a name. Not the child. The child won't be given a name. Yes. His alien race okay. will be given a, a name. Well, yeah, because he's going to have no name because the child he, no name. he's going to go to his race and they'll all be no-named baby yes. Yodas. I, I don't know if that's a slight spoiler for those... Who cares? Uh, so, like, at the end of The Mandalorian, he was tasked with, like, finding the the baby Yoda's, like, race of people. Yes, the chosen uh, one. Yeah, basically. Yes. And, and in no Star Wars lore, even before Disney wiped everything, 
has that race ever been given a name. That's true. So yes. maybe it's time. It's it's probably time. Yeah. It'll be like a whole planet of Yodas. Yeah. I and... told um, my bride-to-be this bet last night, and she agrees that it, it could very well not happen either, just to keep the mystery going. So this is a good, like... Throw it in there. It might happen right. this year. It might happen another year. But like, and Baby Yoda's already like three hundred years old. Yeah, <laughs> fifty. I think he's fifty. Oh, he's fifty. Yeah, still. Because Yoda died at nine hundred. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. Adam, what's your second bet? Oh, sorry. Bring him up on my telephone device. Okay, Billie Eilish, hot off her seven Grammys, sweeping the awards, will not survive the year. <laughs> holy shit that got dark <laughs> i'm just saying she's getting too big <laughs> for her own ego yes okay and, and i'm not saying and that i'm going to have accidental... any dental helicopter crash oh my lord pillow overdose because mm. she's not gonna be able to carry on this whole like oh look at me i'm the anti-pop star yeah. thing for too long without getting a severe uh are all of your addiction. bets wild like this? Because <laughs> that would be like a final bet in the past. Yes. Keep it. I don't want to change it. Okay. We're keeping it. Right? <laughs> I'm not saying on record, I will have nothing to do with this. I'm not going to go out <laughs> on a limb and endanger her life for the sake You're of the You're not going bets. to any of her shows. <laughs> no. Trying to get backstage. Put something in her tea. Something weird is going to happen. And they'll be like, she was at the height of her career. And it's just like, it's just, it's gotten too good. I don't remember in the timeline of our betting specials, who was the one, if, if, if the Stan Lee thing was first or if Jim Carrey was after that or first. Pretty sure Jim Carrey came first. Like okay. So theory. Stan Lee is the most recent death death that we've predicted on yes. our bets we have precedent on the show of predicting deaths <laughs> of them actually happening mm -hmm. i think betty white is next betty white is she 98 is years old eight? eight she's 98 years old she just turned 98 in january okay wow so she's been woo. out of the spotlight for a little while yeah. too for once <laughs> yeah <laughs> what does betty white think of the Democratic National Convention. But I don't think... It's 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 going to be something tragic. That's sad. I know. That's sad. Know. Sorry, Billy. Sorry, Billy. But <laughs> it's just... you got Your album will come out. It'll probably, you know, sell really well, and something bad is going to happen. Oh. And also, I wrote these bets the day after Kobe Bryant died, so it's kind of on my mind. Oh, it's... it's, it's, it's yeah. It's, <laughs> Who it's else fresh. is really popular that could uh, <laughs> perish tragically? Well, that's when I hope that... For, for, for more than one reason, I hope doesn't happen. I hope it doesn't happen, but I hope... She doesn't also, I hope you don't get that point, you hope, terrible, terrible man. I hope her album is better. That's all I can say as well. So there's precedent for my number three bet here. Uh, there was news about this maybe happening. Uh, we got this a few months ago. Chris Fronzak of Attila fame will be the new operator slash figurehead of the Vans Warp Tour. I believe there was news that he was interested hmm. in at least taking, you're taking over or starting his own thing, I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna seal the deal in 2020. Might as well. We'll All, make every, Chris Franzak the new Warp Tour guy. Everybody in the scene seems to love him. The fans and he seems seem to, to have love like him. he seems to have like good business sense from everything that I've read about him. I guess. So besides the fact that he is loaded with ideas all of the time and can't slow his brain down on his I'm business sure. card, he puts entrepreneur. <laughs> 
but he doesn't explain to anybody what he's an entrepreneur of. He's one of those douchebags. But he's got the resources at his disposal. This will not end tragically. Chris Franzak doesn't survive the year, but go for it. (laughs) He's he's stronger than the rest of us. He'll live to be like 87. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Good bet, you think? Good bet, I think. Okay, cool. What's your number three? The new Misfortune album will crack Mike's top ten. So that album has a title. Uh, there's a new song. It's self-titled, I believe. It is self-titled. I think you're right. Yeah. You so that the album has a list of titles. <laughs> so that, that album has that album has a title. That song came out. The song is god awful. Oh, it is. Yeah. So- <laughs> that song is trash. I was dude. reading the comments and everybody was loving it, so I, because, I haven't heard it myself. Because Mikey Sawyer. The only people left are the ones who want to suck his dick. I thought that people were and the going only on people there. he would le- let suck his dick are underage girls. Maybe he's o- he's deleting all of the bad comments then, mm. because you said that he gets all pissy about bad comments. He and does, thought, and like, he personally something... de- and he personally deletes them, which is why the only ones you're seeing are the ones that suck his dick. Okay, Adam, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not listening to this album. Oh, you're not listening to it. Yeah, okay. I'm going to choose. Well, to then abstain. I guess I have to add Chris Franzak doesn't survive the year. As my number three. <laughs> okay. I can't in good conscience let you put that on there. So Chris Franzak okay, does not fine. survive the year. Okay. You're right. There's only down. been two Misfortune albums, but Mike's given up on that band for life. <laughs> Is it? You feel just like Attila, like levels of cringe when it comes to Misfortune at this point? Well, we talk a lot about on the show about separating the art from the artist I cannot, in good conscience, do that anymore with, um, with um, Mikey Sawyer. But Johnny Craig, we can keep. Johnny going. Craig, <laughs> I'm too. I'm the voice I'm too of far God, deep. Mike. The, the voice, voice of, of God. God, Johnny Craig. You know, I feel guilty all the time, but but Mikey Sawyer is, I, I Mikey Sawyer. I feel like it's worse than Johnny Craig. He Whoa. is, he 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 abuses women like Johnny Craig, but he also like. But he, yes. but he's yeah. He, but that happened. But he also solicits. I can't remember anymore. He also solicits <laughs> nudes from underage girls. Oh. He all he's he's a whiny, cry baby. Why and is like he nobody just picks, getting him in trouble for this? Then everyone tries to, but like he shuts everything down he's, because the, he has he's so, the Donald Trump of the. He's scene. the Donald Trump of the scene. Man. Exactly. Thank you. Making the scene great <laughs> again. <laughs> so yeah, I can't in good conscience let you put that on there because i'm going to not even listen to the album fine so. i guess i'll come up with a third one then okay well you want to leave that blank yeah i might as well okay so chris franzak <laughs> will survive the year <laughs> i can't have like two deaths yeah <laughs> and hope for two deaths for the year that can't like i be. said kobe bryant made us in a weird mood i know it's, it's a weird week <laughs> okay so i don't have any insider information on this number four okay uh rumor has it that the reveal event will be in february but as of this recording Nothing's been announced so far. The most expensive SKU, excluding bundles, for the PlayStation 5 will cost 599 US dollars. Whoa. Again, I have no insider information. Nothing I've read nothing that says like, oh well, it's probably gonna cost this. All I know is that like it's gonna have high end PC parts over there, and it's gonna have like all these new technology going forward mm-hmm. it's going to have an ssd instead of a hard drive it's it's going to probably shoot for like huge storage capacity and it's going to have like these processors that will allow for native ray tracing 
I know. I don't even know what that means. I know <laughs> What's none of those tracing? words meant anything to you. <laughs> Native ray tracing. <laughs> it, it it basically means like real time lighting effects. Oh, um, but that to me tells me this is going to be a very expensive console. The PlayStation Four launched at three ninety nine, but I think this is going to go up a little bit more. I think there's going to be a budget version, ver- version, <laughs> budget version, and a like elite kind of pro version. And I think that the most expensive one is going to be six, uh, 599 Okay. So that's just my guess. Um, the event, I think, is going to be in uh, in February. So I guess we'll find out then. We'll find so out. We'll see. Ray tracing and everything. <laughs> Ray Charles tracing. Ray Charles. It's going to have Ray, every box, every with every purchase of PlayStation 5, you get your own Ray Charles. Nice. Everyone gets a piece I'm of excited. him. excited. He's dead. <laughs> What's your number four? Okay. And if you can come up with a number one, a number three to replace Chris Fronzak dying, <laughs> let me know. This one, this next one will make me sad, but by the end of the year, new evidence will show that the Cubs cheated to win the 2016 World Series. Now, I'm, I'm not sure if you've kept up with all the drama of MLB in the last month or so, where they've found footage and official documentation, etc., of both. The Red Sox, who won the World Series in 2018, and the Astros, who won the World Series in is 2017. This the, is this with like the um, like taking video of like the pitches or the pitching and, signs, and then, and then relaying them through trash can bangs? Yeah, and okay, I, I heard, I read about that. So, <laughs> so they found out that the Red Sox did it in 2018, the Astros did it in 2017. Who, who's the next logical oh step? Oh my god! <laughs> so, so you I will think, be, do you think the Cubs were involved in that at all? I really don't want to believe it. But, but I'm afraid that something's going to come pre- up. So there's precedent for it. <laughs> I know. Okay. So how, I mean, how the, did they find that stuff out? Just like just just reviewing old footage. I guess so. I don't know who. Oh, um, one of the Astros' former pitchers who was on the team in 2017 Ooh, whistleblower leaked it to the media, Ooh. and then a very diligent fan went back and watched every inning of every Astros home game for the entire 2017 season uh-huh. and meticulously put how many times you could hear a trash can bang and he came up with graphs and certain players that had happened more than other players and like a whole bunch of intricate detail. This that's, is an Astros fan. That's <laughs> fucked up. Who put all this together. Wow. As for Red Sox fans doing it, I think they're still drunk from 2018. I mean, if, but, if this is true and yes. like, so you're saying the Red Sox and the Astros were both involved or yes, doing this? The manager, There's at least evidence for both for those two. The manager of the Red Sox in 2018 like he got was a bench coach for the Astros in 2017. Oh, fuck. So he took that practice over to the Red Sox in 2018. Somehow they won the World Series, and he's been fired, and and the Astros just fired their so was that manager guy... and their general manager, like the higher-up guy. Because he would have known about that. Mm-hmm. And oh, I mean, fuck. And they've hired, they fired these guys, and they took their teams to the playoffs like the last two years. So it's like you don't fire managers was who did this... really well coach guy or manager like was he involved in the cubs in any way no in 2016 he was not thank mm. god okay but i'm still fearful <laughs> but Granted, you just think maybe only... like the word got out about that practice and then other teams started doing it maybe. i'm just saying i hope it's not true but i'm afraid they're gonna start like diligently reviewing this is the all, next every baseball game for the rest of time yeah this is the next steroid <laughs> scandal i know this is like worse than that <laughs> Hopefully it doesn't happen. Oh, that's fucking terrible. But so think- they were banging the trash can like in the dugout? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
So to kind of say like, hey, we'll give you three bangs if there's going to be a yeah, fastball. Yeah, so like a slider next. or whatever. And yeah. if no bangs mean there's, it's either going to be a curveball or something else, you know, whatever. You're like, who, so, who knows what, what all of this could have entailed. So let me get this straight. So the home team or whoever, so, where, so wherever the Astros were playing, they would set up a camera in the outfield? No, it was only when they played at home. So in the home game, so... So there's no evidence to show that they did this in away games? Not that I've seen. Because they would have known where to put the camera. Right. Because you don't Fuck. have control of where to put the cameras when you're playing on the road. That's fucked up, dude. So it's it's interesting. And then when in game seven of the ALCS this past year, 2019, Jose Altuve for the Astros hit the game-winning home run of game seven of that mm. World Series off of Chapman, who was pitching for the Yankees. And so... Like when he ran around the bases, I couldn't help but notice that he wasn't like excited. He was just running around the bases like do 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 do. I just hit a home run while the stadium is going nuts and everybody's jumping on the field yeah. and they just won the series because to I go knew to where the to swing. Oh, and then as God. he's running down third base, he's telling them, "Don't rip my jersey! Don't rip my jersey!" That's what he's mouthing to them. You could see that, and so they like you know douse him and jump on him and everything. Yeah, yeah. Usually what they do in the situation is they rip the guy's jersey off just because that's part of the, the routine. I mean, he, there's homoerotic stuff in all exactly. professional sports. <laughs> but then he said in the interview afterwards that I told them not to rip my jersey because the last time they did that, my wife got angry. So I didn't want them to rip it this time out of respect for my wife. And so, you know, the, the, the media kind of took that for a spin mm. in the past month saying like, did he have a wire on him the whole time? And like all this intricate stuff about like having vibrations. Oh, so on you're their... saying right. they heard him. <laughs> right. That, that he had like a oh. wire on him that would vibrate to tell him what the pitch was going to oh, be. Oh, so that you didn't want <laughs> yeah. to reveal it. Exactly. Oh. That was the, the ongoing I was wondering where you were theory. going with that. I was like, did you just change the subject? Because <laughs> I okay. watched that and I was just like, okay, well, Chapman threw him two pitches. Yeah. The first one was off speed. Mm. And you know, Chapman... 100 miles an hour. Yeah, he likes so to he throw threw it him off, like yeah. a curveball that was like 85 miles an hour. Yeah, and then he threw a second pitch curveball that Altuve bashed for the home run. Yeah, and I was like, that's really bizarre that that Chapman would pitch two curveballs in a row, mm. and that Altuve knew that there was a curveball coming because you could tell he waited on that and knew that it wasn't mm. going to be the fastball. So I'm just like, oh, whatever. He's just he must be a great baseball player. Okay. <laughs> yeah, with how like <laughs> big and like spider webby like the mlb and like professional sports in general is there's no way that like that only that one team or that one coach was like keeping that a secret they they, like players would have been talking to other players right fuck that's fucked up dude weirdly got out around that oh i figured you weren't like following all the drama with that i knew that i but i didn't know that like there was a whole spider web conspiracy. (laughs) oh that's fucked dude i'm really (laughs) afraid of what or how the Cubs would be connected to this in any way. Oh, but, man, that's sad. And so, like, the the city of Los Angeles, like, the higher-ups in the city of government are, like, petitioning to the MLB to grant the Dodgers with being World Series champions for those two years. Because the Dodgers <laughs> lost both of those World Series. That's true, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the hilarious part, I felt. Retroactively now, giving you the championship. Right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and then, I don't know, they'll have to do a parade and everything else. <laughs> Everybody, can you get off work? We're gonna do we're gonna do the 2017 parade and then the 2018 parade. It's gonna be like 30 minutes after the 2017 parade. Everyone, back to your positions. All right, put on your new jerseys. And... Oh man! All right, so... number five bet for me: the new album by My Chemical Romance. Oh God! We'll have 
15 tracks in it, Whoa. including intros, outros, interludes, and oh, the standard edition. I believe there'll probably be a special edition. We'll probably add maybe a new B-side or a remix or whatever, but in the standard edition, 15 tracks, baby. Okay. And this still counts if they announce the album in December and we get a track listing. You have to get the track listing before December 31st, I'm right? I'm fairly confident the album will be out even before they go on the, this new tour. Eight, but I eight, think you're right about that. Yeah. 824. <laughs> Rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. <laughs> okay, it could happen. Yeah. I'm going to be really bored if it's 15 I tracks. Have, and they have precedent for a 15-track album because Danger Days had 15 tracks in it. That's true. That had, but it, they also had like skits and intros. Mm-hmm. and There's 12 real tracks in there. 12 real tracks, you're right. Okay, my last Number one. Number f- Five for you. Who's who's going to die again in 2020? <laughs> it's like most of these things I don't want to see happen. But um, Number five, Donald Trump. Regardless of what the impeachment happens, since he's probably not going to get impeached. But by the end of the year, Donald Trump is dragged kicking and screaming out of the White House. <laughs> With all the decorum of changing of rulers, he's going to be dragged out crying so no, but i didn't say crying but screaming kicking and screaming and dragging you mean that figuratively of course because even all evidence points to like there's even like people who are registered republicans who are going to refuse to vote for him because of all this stuff there oh, he has plenty of republicans oh he has plenty vote, he has plenty of like cult, he's, he's going to win this the election in november we didn't even mention that what but <laughs> there is absolutely zero no, no i'm not gonna, gonna say it now that. say it now mike there's absolutely zero way <laughs> donald trump wins the election bet number six bet number six <laughs> side bet <laughs> but you mean that figuratively of course like because when yes. he loses the election he's gonna at least in one of his rallies say like there's no way i'm le- the the russians have <laughs> the russians have, have, have tampered with the he's ev- already said if i lose the election then i'm just going to say the election is rigged and yeah so <laughs> i think we'll run with it so even if he says some <laughs> stupid shit like that i think that counts as kicking and screaming right. so that's a good that's a good bet i'm going to go with that one and if, if it happens before the end of the year before the alleged inauguration. So even even on the small chance that he gets like removed from office, right. which, which isn't going to happen because I mean, they'll find other things to impeach him for before the end of the year. Yeah, so it's very possible. According to Judge Napolitano, <laughs> like he's actually like Judge Napolitano, like uh, like on, on a legal sense, he has like five to six reasons to remove him from power. But just, uh, but for the impeachment trial, he's he's only being charged with two crimes. But um, which on the slim chance. He he gets removed from office. Yes, there's no way he's gonna want to. There's no way he's gonna leave peacefully. So no, there's two no, chances it'll be of hilarious. him. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be amazing. That's, that's a good I'm bet, going. though. That's where I'm going with this. All right, that's a good one. I like that. So either either he gets he, either he gets um, voted out or he gets impeached. Either way, it's gonna be beautiful, <laughs> and I can't wait to watch. And that would be it'd be hilarious to see him. Not only get impeached, but then also win the 2020 election. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it could happen. <laughs> there's precedent for this. America is a dumpster fire there, right there's now. There's no, there's no law against a formerly impeached president running for president again. Mm. <laughs> I, I, I assume I, I wrote assume it in the 1700s. So, so I have no idea. Yeah, I assume so too. But like, I don't know. He's got crooked lawyers. He can like. <laughs> You're he can make that happen. There's no saying. In the 1700s. I'm currently on tour with Dance Donald Dance and the Trumpets. I cannot be removed from power. 
I hope you guys enjoyed that that sket. Yeah, I hope, I hope you guys sketch. enjoyed it. It's one of my favorite things that we've done on the show. Do you have a number three bet, or do you want to hold off on that? I guess. What was I just thinking of? It was somebody else that was going to die. But <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was going to be another album that you were probably going to hate. Oh, okay. But I can't think of... Misfortune, which I'm not going to listen to. Yeah, you're to, not so going to listen to count. it. But I, I want to throw in Green Day, but I'm pretty sure you're gonna, we're all going to hate that album. Mm. <laughs> 26 minutes of it. I'm planning on listening to it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Do you want to do something about that album? Or do you want to wait? I don't, I, don't, I don't want you to like rush into this bet, though. Yeah. If you want to wait until later, <laughs> that's fine by me. We'll just, announce, we'll just announce, announce what your bet was like next time we record. I'm trying to think of anybody else we know of who's going to have an album this year that I know you're going to listen to, but you're... But, Thrice, you, but I think you're going to but you're going to have a huge turnaround on and be like, wow, mm. I actually have respect for this band now. Well, let's see. Bless the Fall, I think they're due. Under Oath, it's kind of up in the air if they're going to have a new album this year. Mm-hmm. Um, Thrice. Aaron, Aaron said not likely. On well, they said they Sanderson. might. They said like, well, well, if we have the ideas. We're in I guess. The, the writing stages. Yeah. Um, well, who else? My Chem. <laughs> <laughs> Am I just going to go goo-goo for Mike Chem regardless if it's another Danger that's, Maybe Davis? that's what I'll put. I'll do number three. Mike Chem's album okay. will not make Mike's top ten. I hesitate to say it'll be in his worst ten, but <laughs> I think that'd be going too far. Because <laughs> they're not going to make a terrible album. I, I'm already, well, they did once. But <laughs> this yeah, time... <laughs> as much as I don't like Danger Days, yeah. I struggle to call it terrible. Right. It's just not for me. And I don't think they do, I don't think they just landed it. Hmm. Yeah, so that's a good bet. I like that. My Chemical Romance not well, new album will not make Mike's top ten. Not saying it's worse. Mm-hmm. This is well honorable mentions. We'll throw it in there. Honorable mentions. Cool. We'll do. All right. So you're All good right. with these we're five? Good. I think we, we're good. We locking it in. Locked and loaded. Locked yeah. in. Do we want to talk about any other music we've been listening to? In the what past have you two been months? listening to? I've only listened to two bands, Mike. Yeah. Two bands. The E Street Band. The E Street Band featuring Bruce Springsteen. Okay. Springsteen. Springsteen. Listened to all 19 albums. Whoa. Including the Seeger Sessions. Wow. <laughs> Which so, was fun. Whatever. I have <laughs> just finished going through uh, Bruce Springsteen's 90s phase. Okay. I'm straight up not having a good time in the 90s. Out. Well, there's I'm, only there's only three albums. There is, the but I'm straight up not having a good time. And he even said that most people think it was my worst work. And he felt that the 90s were a weird Whew. time for him. Well, I kind, I'm, I'm kind of there. Those are a few rough albums. Oh, you don't have Bruce Springsteen on your iTunes. I don't, okay. no. So you can go to Wikipedia, I guess, if you want to. Sure, I'm just going to go on my uh, phone. So what are your, what, what, what's, what's your thought process of, uh, of Bruce Springsteen? Man, so this, you started in 1973, mm-hmm. and you go with uh, the, the first Welcome to Asbury Park, which I still feel is a really good album. It's, it's a very strong album. It's, it's it, it starts well. off really well, too. It has a great opening track. Um, it grabs you right away as well. I think I gave it an 8 out of 9, and it's kind of, he's still in his, his Dylan phase. Mm-hmm. How many words can I shove into one song? <laughs> <laughs> and he succeeds pretty well. Yeah. And he, he, and he makes some good ditties. Yeah, that same year, he's got his, the, 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 the wild, can you, can you name the whole entire album? The wild, the cats, the dogs, something about an East Street shuffle. Yeah, the Bruce. And this is still the before. The wild, the innocent, the East Street shuffle. The wild, the innocent. This is before he's even got the band. Right now, he's still working with kind of other other guys that were not 
eventually in the E Street Band. Mm-hmm. That's a rough album. This album doesn't really have a lot of like memorable tracks that stick right. out to me. And I listened to this for, for a good while. Fourth of July and Rosalita are ones that he continued on. Like mm-hmm. He would play those often at shows. Okay. Rosalita is a pretty intense track. It is. Know, it's pretty cool. I yeah. Not, but, not, it's not one that like I'm like super like in love with, though. It was nice to hear one, a, a song that I really enjoyed that I'd never, ever heard before. Mm-hmm. That wasn't just a greatest hits. So not that I enjoyed much of his well, Speaking hits. of greatest hits, on to Born to Run, on 1975. A lot, lot of great tracks on this. Even, yes. even especially for like a, a new newcomer. To, this is where he starts Thunder becoming Road, the Bruce that you know. Thunder Road is on there, yeah. which is great. Opening track. Um, you got your, your Born to Run. Born to Run, track Still five right there. Still one of the greatest songs ever. Yes. I, I remember when VH1 Fantastic did their top track. 100 songs of rock and roll, and that song was like number five. And like I look, listen to it now, I'm like, man, this is pretty good for being a, how many years old? 45 years yeah, old now? exactly. <laughs> and I never like listened to it in the context of the album. Yeah. So And it, and it, and it gives it like a new life when you mm-hmm. listen to it in, the, in this context too. It's, it's, it's really, it's, it was really nice like listening to it like in its intended right. form. Jungle Land is cool. Mm-hmm. I gave the album a five out of eight overall. Cool, but yeah. uh, still, like there's there's some good songs on there. I can't think of the other two. Off the oh, head. see, we got Tenth Avenue Freeze Out Night. I don't like that song. That's like a super popular song for him. Well, was it? Mm-hmm. I, don't, but, I don't. I didn't recognize it. Yeah, he still plays. Played it at shows. Like, okay, and he played it at the Super Bowl in two thousand nine. Apparently. Oh, cool. Was <laughs> so, that when his dick hit the camera? Yep. Cool. <laughs> well, we're not there yet, Mike. We're not there yet. <laughs> uh, let's see. Darkness on the Edge of Town, nineteen seventy eight. Probably my favorite. Ah, this I one like I fell in love. with. This is like the first album I was like head over heels yeah for when i'm listening to this this was like like pretty awesome stuff i gave it an eight out of ten altogether cool like for being 1978 and everything was disco and this is such not a disco album and what i came to learn listening to bruce springsteen's albums is that he always puts one of the best tracks at track one well he always starts his albums very strong he wrote them in that way so that they were on they were like that for the the LP the LPs, side. Yeah. So it's like the first and last track of one song or of one side was yeah. always the most epic. So ones. it's always like, for, at least in this case, like track one and then track six. Yeah. Yeah. Then you got the Promised Land. Promised Land six, is yeah. so dope. Good track. What's the last song on the album? Darkness on the Edge of Town. Oh yeah, yeah. another great song. And uh, oh god, I haven't listened to it in a couple. Candy's weeks now. Room, I really liked. Yeah, yeah that song's really so good. Inventive. Yeah. And this is the. I mean, Born to Run had the E Street Band. This album had E Street Band, like all of the same characters. Yeah. We had like an organist and a pianist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we haven't got, we're not down to the stripped down stuff just yet, but don't 1980s. Forget, don't forget about Max Weinberg on drums. Max Mike. Weinberg, which you reminded me of. And, and, and like, as big a Conan O'Brien fan right. that I was, like, right. I completely forgot Max Weinberg was involved with like Bruce Springsteen. Because he doesn't play like, bluesy kinds of stuff right unless you listen to his his uh live albums okay that's when like the band takes things on a whole other weird tangent and if you're really listening to the drums you're just like ooh, god love me that max mm-hmm. well at least moving on here 1980 the river Ooh, double album double album and this was a little rough to get to there's with one, how much one, of this is one good album in there yeah, because I gave it like an eleven out of twenty. So do you like like the the, the more stripped down kind of slower side, or do the you like, river, like the river? The track 
is probably like my favorite Bruce Springsteen song out of this whole thing here. The final track in this whole thing. Yeah. Well, it's like, is it the final track in the first album? First album. Okay. Yeah. That song is so incredible. Wow. I had never even heard it before. And apparently it's one of his most famous songs. Yeah. It got nominated for a Grammy in 1980. <laughs> cool. And I had still never, ever heard that song until I listened to this album. Finally. Very nice. Yeah. I mean, like it's this, it's it's a lot. Like when mm-hmm. if if you're do, if you're listening to the way that I'm listening to, we're just yep. I'm just going through his discography and just kind of taking my time with each one. It's a lot to get through, it's like but like 88 minutes altogether. Yeah, so it's 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 rough in that sense, but there's a lot of good tracks on this. And there's too many like old rock and roll kind of sounding songs, like fifties mm-hmm. ish kind of stuff. That it is, is like 1980 party though. anthem kind of things that are just like eh, whatever. For 1980, I would imagine this was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. But I think that I was. I think that when I was born, like that song was being played somewhere. Oh, really? <laughs> Either when I was conceived or when I was being played. Like that song. You were conceived to the river. Right? Sums cool. me up as a person. You got to talk to your mom about that. <laughs> uh, Nebraska, moving on to 1982. So far, this is my favorite Bruce Springsteen album. I know. Which is Stripped interesting down. because you don't like it that much. I don't like this album very much. I like Atlantic City. That song is dope as hell. We saw Brian Fallon cover it mm. at one of the first shows we saw him at, which was great in hindsight now. Yeah. But other than that, I feel like it's... Like, I know that they are just the rough cuts of songs that he was working on that... Like, he, like the amount of songs that he had during this time period mm-hmm. was epic. So he had these 10 tracks on a freaking cassette tape mm. that he said he was carrying around in his pocket for like two weeks. And then finally they realized like, Hey, this is, this is the album right here. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> they don't need to do any work with yeah. it. It's good. And so That's like, you can tell these were, I don't know. They feel like they're just the rough tracks of like, okay, these are going to turn into, but the way like his voice resonates and the way like, he writes music in the way that there's like always there, even with the big bombastic tracks, there's always a somber undertone to it. I, I think because of that, at least from my perspective, mm-hmm. it, it makes the songs on Nebraska just feel more natural and mm-hmm. feel like they were, this is the way Bruce is meant to sound. If that, if yes. that makes sense. Like as somebody who's never been a fan of, I've never been right. a huge mega fan of Bruce Springsteen. I just, I just love the way he sounds on this album. Especially because he was so, very popular at this point. Yeah. And to write an album like this was pretty daring. I, I feel would, it, yeah, it, I imagine. Yeah. I, I, I feel, I found it kind of boring. I like state trooper. I thought that was a fantastic track. In, yes. In, in inventive song. Mm-hmm. Father's house pulls on your heartstrings quite a bit. It does, which I is just, a good thing. I, I, it never clicked with me though. Mm, okay. And the closing track reason to believe. Yeah. That one never clicked with me. Either. Okay. I, I, I felt like it was a, a, a good somber way to, 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 to exit the exit the album and it's not a terribly long album ten, so ten tracks and so there's a whole mismatch of stuff on his like boot not bootleg but like his tracks album which is like 70 songs altogether where you can get plugged in versions of nebraska songs they call it the electric nebraska nebraska Ooh, sessions cool as well as nebraska versions of born in the usa songs oh really <laughs> so it's like everything is kind of like well i will check that different. out then i mean I, again it's like fucking two hours of music or four <laughs> hours of music well so. speaking of born in the usa we got born in the usa in 1984 and this is the album that i am most familiar with now mike was conceived to this album i, I probably was <laughs> in 1984 and i was gestating for two years yes <laughs> oh no your, your dad still had it on 
on his turntable oh, okay. for yeah. those tuners. <laughs> turntable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, those, these are all the songs that I'm familiar with because my dad had this album. He did not understand. He didn't understand the the irony the irony of listening to born in the usa i mean you can listen you can read the lyrics to that track it's very it's apparent it's an anti-war anti-vietnam i song. feel it could be but at the same time he purposely left it kind of vague at the same time like you can make the inference fighting that, the that, yellow man well yeah he says that because yeah. like but tons of people went over there and fought the yellow man oh, who are still so. hardcore americans yeah but but then the, coming but, back disgraced as a so that's that's verse three. he doesn't necessarily say i came back and got spit on and disgraced <laughs> he basically in a beautiful sort of way sure implied that you know his he lost a friend there and now he's hanging out in front of a trash fire mm. implying that he is a homeless man now who can't find a job i mean that's shit still happening to like our iraq and afghanistan if you're a, a retard well. like some of these folks you'll be like yeah. yeah i'm hanging out in front of a fire whatever i'm at the patriots game woo i'm gonna say something <laughs> salty and i'm gonna say something i'm gonna give a hot take most people who like the song born in the usa retads they don't understand what the song is about now if you want the nebraska session of born in the usa check out springsteen on broadway cool i will check that out you recommended that to me over the weekend and i only had heard three songs from this album when i jumped into it finally Mm -hmm. born in the usa dancing in the dark and glory days that was it glory days seven seven top 10 singles Seven top Just 10 on singles album. on this album yep. that I, so that means there's four tracks that I'd never heard before that were top 10 singles somewhere in the eighties. Now, did you recognize majority of this? I, well, only because this album was played oh, a okay. lot okay. Uh, as a child. So, so I mean, was, it was kind of a cool nostalgia cover. trip to revisit this, especially as my new critical music brain yes. has been developing throughout my twenties and thirties. Cover so, me is an awesome song. Cover me is a great song. I was hoping yes. for more of that. Um, you know, then you got your 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 fifties rock and roll songs mm-hmm. like Darlington County and the other one <laughs> that come after that. <laughs> I'm just like, I mean, lyrically, it's telling a story that's cool, but yeah. it's not like a fun or not like a good song, really. No, but, not really. But like yeah. in the context of the record, it, it, it makes sense, right? I gave it a seven out of twelve overall. Okay, that's my, fair. My hometown is kind of poor closer <laughs> kind <laughs> when of when you're coming yeah. like born in the usa is like this giant anthemic song yeah that's gonna like, stand okay, the test of time for decades to I know. come yes so, uh, tunnel tunnel of love 1987 interesting right especially following born in the usa yes now he did marry somebody in 1985 write this album in 1987 and then divorce her in 89 oof and it's all kind of tied in <laughs> everything's that. in there tunnel of love baby man so this is the only 80s bruce springsteen album i would say right like you listen to it and you're yes, like oh this yeah this is like the disco album yeah like yeah. this was made in the 80s it's yeah. got all the everything you ever wanted about 1987 is right there in this album <laughs> if you take out that but when you get into the lyrical side of things it gets pretty pretty intense yeah it, it it's dark lyrically musically i'm like a huge fan of it yeah like it's it, it's it i don't think it musically stands the test of time but brilliant like, disguise had you heard that song before i don't believe so apparently that was a big hit for him in okay. 1987 ish i had never heard it before either that's a cool song and i like when you're alone you're alone oh man that's yeah really i mean he, he's great at crooning that's that's, that's 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 what he does best but uh mm. overall album not a huge fan of tunnel i gave Love. it almost 
a similar like seven out of twelve yeah. kind of range, even for what it is, huh? Uh, Nineteen ninety-two, we got long uh, break, dual releases here: uh, Lucky Town and Human Torch. Touch, touch. Um, <laughs> torch. I'm sorry, I'm not wearing my glasses. <laughs> so this was the first fully non E Street Band album. Interesting. He kind of, I, I don't know why he let them go and. Basically told them like go seek other projects now, and but Max went on to be the the leader of the Conan of the Max band. of the of the <laughs> Max Weinberg Seven. Yes. Yeah. Now there's a few of them on Tunnel of Love, not in the same vein. It definitely doesn't sound like the, the same band. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I can't find a specific reason as to why he told them to like. I mean, go do he's something had a else, long career. He's had a long successful career go, at this point. So go I from mean, 75 to 87, 80, yeah, that's whatever. A, that's it's like, and, and especially in the music industry of when he was famous, like mm-hmm. that's a long career at that point. So he, yeah. I'm sure maybe he just wanted to try something new. Probably. You know, maybe. So Who he knows? had a whole bunch of young guys and released a couple of mediocre albums. A couple, huh? <laughs> I'd say every album in the nineties here. Um, not a big fan of. I, so I, I, I liked Lucky Town better than Human Touch. Okay. I gave Lucky Town like a 6 out of 10, maybe. You know what? I'm going to go right there with you. Lucky Town of the 90s albums is probably my quote-unquote favorite. I, it, I think it kind of becomes diminishing returns at yeah. this point. Human yeah. Touch, I can't really... I gave it like a 4. I can't. There, there's not much here of like I can really recommend. I like that Human Touch track. I think sure, but I, I like recognize that track, and I couldn't remember where, but I think I probably saw it on pop up video back pop, in the nineties. Pop up video, <laughs> pop pop into pop up video. That's all. It's a great. That's a great show. That's all I can kind of think of when I think of that song. So. But again, like it's the track one, and he mm. always puts like track one is like the best. Yeah, it's like seven minutes long or something. Yeah, <laughs> and the, Lucky Town, the the track, I like that song a lot from the second disc. The Ghost of Tom Joe. Whew. Great opening track. Yes. <laughs> Damn, does it just kind of Ooh, this is a... fall flat after that. Like you're expecting, especially if you enjoy Nebraska, you're like, all right, another acoustic album. Yeah. This is going to be cool. No, thank you. <laughs> uh, I think I gave this like a three. Oh, boy. <laughs> like a very generous three. The other one, I, the other track I remember liking is the one where he's talking about the 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 Vietnam, the Vietnamese guy who like came to America and then joined the army and then fought with America and then came back and was still treated poorly. Yeah. And then a guy almost, almost murders him, but then decides not to. I was like, I like the story of this song. I can't remember what it's called, but as, as, as you can tell, it's a feel good story of the year. Exactly. (laughs) So Uh, so, it's like drab. So that's where (laughs) I am right now. I am, I'm going to be jumping into the 2002 album, the rising. That was kind uh, of a week. comeback album in a way. Yeah, long break. You know, seven mm-hmm. year, seven year break for Bruce. He uh, did have like a bunch. Was of he like children. on hiatus or whatever? Well, he he got remarried to his now wife in the early nineties, and okay. they had like three kids. Okay, between like so I'm just know, taking somewhere a, in the nineties, taking a daddy break. Yeah, yeah. and then you know after nine eleven, if you're Bruce Springsteen, it's like I should probably go do something. Yeah, I need to go do something. So the rising is kind of a mixture of a few tracks that he had originally written. In the early 90s days. Um, Just kind of evolved them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of evolved them. I think so, the E Street Band is back What is point. What is 2000's Bruce Springsteen like? This is where you hit the 50-50 mediocre. Okay. Devils and Dust is an acoustic album that 
is really not fun to listen to, okay. in my opinion. Um, the Seeger Sessions 2006, is yeah. about, it, um, it's a bunch of cover tracks. You know, they're all like kind of Americana folklore kinds of things. What is he that covering? He does Just his, old songs that he mm-hmm. likes? Some of them that were like old Negro spirituals. Some okay. of them that are like just stuff that were written through the he, years. Like Pete he, Seeger was the guy who took all of these songs and kind of did his own version of them and then made them popular in the 60s with, with Anything the you think generation. people would recognize? Because I, I'm looking at the track list thing, like the only thing I can think that you see is like Jacob's Ladder. Yeah, there's that one, and he kind of does his own version of that. There wasn't too much that I recognized on here, except okay. for We Shall Overcome. You know, like yeah. we've, we've probably all heard that one, and Froggy Went to Courtin'. Yeah, the final <laughs> track there. <laughs> that one's fun. Okay. Uh, the, the song American Land, with like the last track on there, is a really good song. Well, Froggy song. Went to Courtin' is the final track. Okay, I, I had the expanded edition oh, you on, did? My, okay. on my I, I just had a standard edition of okay. all these so that's that song's really cool i it's still like a 50 50 you know okay. like he does some up-tempo versions of stuff is this like stripped down or is it like a full no it's, band? it's it's a full band he, he put together an entire like freaking 15 piece band for this with okay. like horns and strings and all sorts of stuff so i enjoyed listening to it i'll never listen to it again but i'm glad <laughs> that i did <laughs> so magic is his 2007 album magic right? i feel is like a really good album okay that was the first time i knew anything about bruce springsteen was i the the first track on there called radio nowhere mm-hmm. i saw that on vh1 in 2007 okay and if that you was want your first ex- exposure to bruce that was springsteen? like since like born in the usa oh like, okay i don't i've never heard anything in between those years oh okay <laughs> I thought that that was the album, that, or that was the song right. that like made like you I, aware of. Him. I knew "Born okay. to Run," I knew "Born in the USA," and then I knew "Radio Nowhere." <laughs> okay, that was about it. <laughs> so, if you want a Gaslight Anthem song, "Radio Nowhere" is it. Okay, but um, I mean, do, do any of these kind of get in? Because well, I know it's kind of unfair comparison because like Gaslight Anthem does like punk as like it's like a punk right. influenced yeah. kind of Americana band. I, but, like, I would never put anything Bruce Springsteen at a. Brian at a gaslight level. Okay. <laughs> I know he was influenced by him, but he he but took also, what Bruce Springsteen did and took it to yeah. But but another Brian level. was influenced by like punk and Jersey rock right. and Bruce and Tom Dylan and all of that. What the fuck? <laughs> all right. <laughs> no idea what that noise. Was. All right, uh, we're <laughs> we're almost done here. Uh, working on a dream, two thousand and nine. Ooh. 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 Oh, really? That was, that was our first. Uh, uh, visual introduction to bruce springsteen (laughs) (laughs) how so because that album came out right when he was on the super bowl like that week oh is that right okay yes we got a we got we we got we got a huge like uh bruce springsteen dick right right in the camera he was like basically on top of the world at that album feel free to listen to it if you want to but (laughs) oh is it that mm, bad huh yeah you got a score for that i mean i think i gave him maybe like a four Wow. But like the the bad songs on there, like Queen of the Supermarket, who man, it's it gets cringeworthy. Like oh, I can't okay. even listen to that song. Cringeworthy. <laughs> All right, I'll give it like one or two, and then yeah. we'll we'll see where we go from there. Okay. Wrecking. I mean, if you want to laugh and not in a comfortable sort of way. <laughs> All right. <Ooh. laughs> now I'm like I'm like I want to jump to this album right away now. <laughs> a Wrecking Ball, 2012. Kind of par for the course. Okay. You know, no no cringeworthy songs. But I know you told few, me over over our messages together that he's past his peak at this point. Yeah, way past his peak. But and by uh, I think well, Wrecking Ball is all brand new stuff. 
mm-hmm. High Hopes, he's kind of using some songs that he had written earlier during like the, the previous 10 years. Okay. So uh, he mentioned that. So and, there's and, like and re-recordings on High Hopes? High Hopes is kind of... Uh, there's 17 tracks on this. Wait, no, wait. What no, the fuck? there shouldn't be. Oh, At least it, there's on my the version. Amity Afflictions on here. <laughs> it goes 1 through 12 is... is Bruce Springsteen's High Hopes, and then they're, they're 13 to 17 is the Amity Affliction High Hopes. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Never mind. I was going to say, there's only like this 12, app, maybe 14 tracks. This app maybe. sucks. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Wrecking Ball is, is okay. I, I mean, it's it's kind of 50-50. It's okay. nothing super great. But some of these are and, songs that you heard already. And uh, High Hopes is definitely just pretty much, he said, like the rest of the tracks that kind of came from the the 2000s era like the ones that weren't on an album he kind okay. of like reworked them and reimagined them and it kind of put them out, so out on technically speaking a b-sides album kind of maybe? a b-sides album just i mean it wasn't like the recordings from that era they were all new recordings all right so um, and a few other like tracks that he had been doing live for a long time that he had never recorded okay so that was kind of cool so an, an album for the fans it's still like a 50 50 album okay you know? well i'm really interested to hear what In 2019 Bruce Springsteen sounds like in Western Stars. It's it's all right. It's okay. I, I enjoyed it. It's it's a. Is there anything modern about? 20? If you want to go like modern country, sure. So this is like a straight up country album. It's, you think? I feel like it's it's. A, I mean, the album art is a horse. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and it's all desert themes and Western things, mm. and it's not like a hundred percent like I got to honk a tonk and shake your butt <laughs> and wear my boots. It's not, yeah. not that kind of stuff. But okay, you know, but it's still like if Bruce Springsteen did an album based on the American West, this would be that album. All right. Which <laughs> so, I'm surprised he hasn't already done that. I know. Yeah. He, he's so, so synonymous with that. Uh, and with now that, he's like, like 70 years old. So. Fuck yeah, he is. Rocking it. And when you watch him on Springsteen on Broadway, you're like, how is that dude 70? Because <laughs> he's been eating vegan since the 80s, apparently. Well, that's why we eat plant-based diets, Adam. I don't know. It makes you healthier. It makes you look like you're 40 when you're 70. When you're 70. <laughs> don't you want to look 40 when you're 70? But check that out because he tells a lot of fun stories about his life and yeah. everything. So, all right. Well, I still got. I'm like halfway there. So, like, we'll see. You know, we'll we'll we'll, we'll I'll, I'll continue this journey. But you're working on right now. What Copeland. Copeland. I started at album one, 2003. How many albums do you have? Six. They have six. I'm on blushing right now. Oh, okay, cool. Is, so, I, I'm calling this like the beta male band. <laughs> There is zero ounce of testosterone in this band. Well, that's and so mean. being having a Y chromosome. Yes, like my Y chromosome can can attach to this band and be like, this is pretty good. Okay, it's all kind of middle of the road, fifty fifty kind of stuff. All right, interesting. Um, but I just like noticed that. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm pretty sure bunch of soy boys. Is that, is that, what, you're, is that, what, you're, is that what you're trying to say? Is this an album for soy boys? I'm not done with blushing yet. Okay, but I feel like it is their best album. Yeah, um, I mean but, Daniel can attest to that. Yeah, it's number one I mean, album of the year. It starts out kind of sounding like a Mayday Parade ish band, mm-hmm. but it never really gets any edge to it. it yeah, kind of does. Only, on, I'm on only familiar album. with blushing. I don't. I haven't gone back and listened to any of their other stuff. It's it's kind of rough to listen to. Okay. Um, but it's very low key, low tempo. The second album, In Motion, is a little bit more of a rock album, I think. Okay. Um, and then Do they evolve at all. They just kind of keep the same yeah, sound going. Yeah, they definitely evolve. That's they're what much, I figured. The, I mean, blushing is obviously their seems like their most experimental album. Okay, cool. Yet, but Ixora was a pretty good album as well. Okay. But it's still like kind of just mainstream rockish guy on a piano 
talking about his feelings okay and stuff so, so as far as modern albums that's what you're working on like are yeah. you are you going are you doing another deep dive and then i'm listening to some tom petty in the tom heartbreak petty i with, always or without to, the heartbreakers with and without with the and without yeah he did three solo albums okay and he did his like super group band the traveling wilburys <laughs> In the in the late eighties, come up with these names. Well, and and it's like George Harrison, Roy Orbison, oh, cool. like I can't even count how many other like famous people are in this band with him. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> George Harrison was in another band. I can't remember what the name of that band, but well, who knows? Who knows anymore? <laughs> Some um, English band, I don't know. So there's thirteen Tom Petty albums. I'm starting Fuck. with the first three, which well, my my first introduction to Tom Petty was in the nineties. Okay, when I had the greatest hits album. That album came out in ninety three, but I didn't listen till it till to it until i was a senior in high school all right in like 1997 cool so that's all i know are his hits all right so now i'm going back and listening to more deep cuts yeah all right cool. and i can't say i'm too impressed with the non-hits well first three albums you also have to take into account like the time it came out and the way the music industry was back in the day so when i'm done with short Oh, that's good. These three albums are like 30 minutes each. Oh, that's good. <laughs> the first one is that's literally always... 29 minutes long <laughs> for 10 tracks. Well, that's that, that's always a, that's always a plus when going back and listening to massive discographies. Right. But uh, speaking of massive discographies, once I'm done with uh, Bruce, I'm going to be moving on to the Goo Goo Dolls. Oh, thank you. So that's going to be next. I have okay. I have the Doors on um on on standby, okay. but you know that's that's back a short burning. discography, um, which one is. The last one's technically not even an album. It's like spoken word poetry with music in the background. Don't bother listening to that. It's All right, okay. then I got one at, last album. To stop it, LA woman. <laughs> I got one last album. Let's do yeah. David. That, right. that album is purely for like the, the super fans out there that can't get enough Jim Morrison. Yeah, and so also okay. I've been listening like in between uh, when I need a break from Bruce. I've been listening to ha- uh, Hasley. Hal- Halsley? Halsley. Yeah, is it, I don't know. I don't how know how it. it's actually mixed up. Okay, <laughs> uh, but like I've been listening to her music, and she has three albums, including this one that just came out in January. I have been loving her stuff. Interesting. She's got like a lot of, she, so it's like a modern pop mixed with like some trap elements and art pop, with like a lot of grit to it. Mm. I think you might like some of her stuff, especially her second album. So okay. if you want, if you're gonna like, take little, me down a K-Flay route again, I'm no. very upset. <laughs> Or so I like I, I I'm very I, trepidatious to recommend it to you because sometimes you take my pop recommendations and like well not I gave, like it at all. I gave you and Daniel like the benefit of the doubt on Claro. Sure, and, and I, you didn't like it. I had a hard hard time with so that. So there's no. I guess there's a couple tracks that have like that very down tuned kind of. Now is this low... an, a girl who's between 18 and 22? No, probably she's a bisexual. She's bisexual for sure. Of course. <laughs> it's all over Wikipedia. Yes. Um, but, um, yeah. <laughs> She's bisexual for sure. Well, duh. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I, if you give give a few of her tracks a, a, try, a, a, a chance, and if you like it, then continue. So okay. just check out, like, her big hits, and if you okay. if you want to continue from there. Remind me it. when I get through this month of Tom Petty. Okay. <laughs> so if you want to go from old crusty man to young supple girl and dead don't forget and that dead, yeah. he's been dead for three or two and a half that's years that's true now. yeah so if you want to go from old crusty zombie man to like a, a, a young supple 
girl in her 20s going on to, to 30s soon. I've been tricked by you before, young, supple girls in your 20s. <laughs> I can't yes. remember the last one that I really enjoyed. I'm not, yeah. I can't throw Meg Myers in that. She's old. I mean, yeah, I mean, she, yeah, she's gross. She's Haley like Williams is in her 30s, too. Oh, gross. Oh, my Ugh, God. Gross. Get out, out of here. I don't even know who I am anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the last thing I want is to throw uh, ha- ha- Ashley's uh, 2019 album in your like worst album of the I year. Know. So like I don't, I'm, I'm trepidatious to recommend it to you. That Lord I'm just album, letting you know that Lord album was pretty good. It's good, yeah. Good. But uh, I'm just letting you know that I'm really enjoying her music. Okay, that's all I want to tell you. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm sure Daniel and probably does too. We have got a Super Bowl to prepare for. Yes. We've been babbling on long enough. But Babylon. Uh, thank you for uh, for checking out this week's episode. Um, I hope you had fun with the Super Bowl. And please, I want to recommend you once again. Write down your list of albums you think are going to come out in 2020. Send them to us, and we will keep track of it for you. Best of luck to all of our listeners yes. who participate in this year's draft. Uh, you're going to get sent. You're going to get sent something at the end of the year. For my co-host Adam, I'm your co-host Mike. Go Mahomes. Go Mahomes. Hashtag. And also, we we're retiring the binder officially. Oh, that's a, that's a that's a last decade. Binder. We need we need to come up with a new binder with a new name. New new decade, new binder, new name, new name. Um, so if you guys have any names for our binder full of albums, oh yeah, you have and and you have like a high a high a bar to set <laughs> because our yes. our previous presidential was named presidential nominee Mitt Romney presents the presidential nominee Mitt Romney memorial. Binder full of albums, <laughs> not women. TM. We added the memorial like a couple of years after we invented this binder. But when, yes. when, when the binder started getting really thick, I added in 2010 to 2019. Yes. <laughs> so new binder coming in the new decade. Yes. <laughs>